Yo, I put it like wow. This that sound. These oaks don't work hard like me. I hope they know by now. Bail, bail. Stand my ground. Throw these money trees go overseas like Percy Tow. I make sure you stay around. Quiet when I'm under loud. No nigga disallowed me. Positivity took a vow. I always play to win. Don't anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is a brand new year. 2022. Good to be in it. Good to be in it. Uh, great to be here. Great to be alive. Uh, it's an African summer's day. You know, so it's uh, it's around that 30 degree mark. It is awesome. It's awesome to be alive and be uh, in the wonderful Republic of Johannesburg, uh, which is actually not a bad place to live. Uh, I'm with Ryan Tinline. Ryan, what you got to say, pal? How are you doing? Dude, I'm good. I'm good. I, I made some mistakes last night <laughs> or yesterday afternoon, at least. I, I told you personally. I, I gave you advice to go otherwise. You did it to yourself. For those who don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about, I went and watched Eternals yesterday. Jeepers. Didn't live up to the vibe. Uh, not, uh, <laughs> so bad, dude. Like, you, you have no idea how bad. But so, I, would, I'm, I had a good day. I had like a productive day, but you, that was bad. How was the movie experience? Because I know you like going when there's no one there. Terrible. Terrible, terrible. In fact, it's not really an experience. It's just like there's a movie on here, you know? Mm. So nothing about it's changed from 2010 or the last time I was I was at the movies. Was it full? No, it seems they've blocked certain rows off. Oh, yes. No, with, with the new COVID restrictions, it will happen. Uh, okay, so, so is that the vibe? So now I think it's like a group of people and then they then they put like two or three seats blocked off and then another group of people and then I don't did they block the rows as well? Yeah, there's rows. Rows that are, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So there were there were entire rows blocked. Which I didn't is, know that. Which is fair enough. Like whatever if they if they were trying to do whatever they're doing, right? COVID or whatever's going on. But it, so so are you asking me as though you like having other people and sharing the experience with them, like watching a football match kind of thing? I don't think so anymore. I kind of like just going with my group of people. I don't like going by myself, but I also don't like going... Uh, I, I like to have our space. So I kind of dig the new the new way it's done. But it's one of those things where you get to like... If you watch a football game in South Africa somewhere, yeah, it's just not full. But, but do you like watching... So, so, do you watch Netflix movies by yourself at home? That I do, yeah. So then, why can't you just go and watch? Because it's quite an individual experience anyway. Like, it's not like you're chatting to your mate in the movie, or, or are you that nightmare person? I understand how you would gather that, but I don't know. There's just something about going to a, a movie by yourself. There's just it feels like a lot of pressure. Well, at least in the way I look at it. So, <laughs> I hate. I hate going out by myself. I, I like. I'm not the kind of person to go sit at a restaurant by myself. I think I've said this. You, have I said this? You before? have said this before. But but I must tell you, yesterday I realized why Netflix has ruined the film industry. It's not a great experience. No, there's people on their phones. They're chatting in the middle of the movie. You, you know what I mean? 
But have you seen have you seen the new way of doing things? Since since people like being on their phones and stuff, I don't know if you've seen the user interface for Disney Plus. No, 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 no. So now if you the hosting member, you can actually host a group watch. So what you do is you send you you put in the other people's emails, it sends them a link. And then you as the host, if you're the one conducting, you can push start and it will start at the same time on all your friends' laptops. Uh, but Facebook did that, remember? Um, where, uh, what, what, a watch party. Yeah, it's, it's like a watch party, but everyone can watch, obviously, the Disney Plus films. I think it will come into Netflix as well. And then you can also react. So there's reaction buttons now. <sighs> so you can laugh, haha, sad. No, no. But I promise you. That's too much. <laughs> it is too much. That's- and there's even a chat button. Oh no! That, oh no! That, that, you see, that is that's my nightmare. <laughs> oh my god! That that is my nightmare. Like if I'm going to a movie, what happened? What do you mean? What happened? We're both watching the same movie. You friggin' lunatic! Shut the hell up and watch the movie. Can I tell you what I would do if I was Netflix? And I've had this idea for a little while. If I was Netflix, and I've I've spoken about this before, I would open up a free to watch cinema. If you have a Netflix account, you can put in your, your username and password and walk in, but. Make the experience supernatural. You know what I mean? Because then they can make money off the food. I mean, let's be honest. You can go get a steak meal at any restaurant in town for the amount you can buy popcorn and Astros for. (laughs) So if I was Netflix, if anyone from Netflix is listening to this, Mm -hmm. open up a free theater. Let us just type in our usernames and passwords. Let us come in. We will spend the money. On the snacks, but give us the experience. But is the whole Netflix thing not meant to be you, your experience in your own bubble? Well, like why, if I'm Netflix as a business, why am I spending money on that? Because then you're encouraging people to sign up because then people are going to be like free movies. No, no, no. I've already, if you've got the movie at home, it's already free part of your subscription. What are you talking about? Are, are you saying Spider-Man should be out at a Netflix cinema? Because that's not going to happen. There's no, 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 no. way. No, no, so... You could host probably different movies, advertise them like normal movies, maybe not like the latest ones. Obviously, this is a Netflix cinema. Yeah. So it would be Netflix films that are obviously just on Netflix. So you can Netflix original films, Adam Sandler films, exclusive viewing only at the Netflix thing. And the thing is, they can just make money off the snacks and and services. I, I don't know if I would go to that because yesterday made me realize, oh, wow, I, I wish I was at home. Uh, like, I wish I could just go to the bathroom now. I wish I could just pause. No, but as much as I agree with you there, the thing I, I, I like about about um, a cinema yeah. is, and it was even point, it was pointed out to me the other day as well, there's no, okay, as, if you're a kid, obviously you, you're on your phone. But when I go to the movie theater, I listen and I, I turn my phone off. I'm focused on that screen and my popcorn for two hours. Likewise. And there's no... Hey, can you quickly do this before you finish your movie or just quickly or someone phone? No, you sit at that screen with those people. You're all quiet. You're embracing this movie theater experience. So I'm, I'm with you there. Like mm. the collective sort of thing, it, it, it is a quite a spiritual thing to observe art with others. I, like I get that vibe. But the disappointment of people on their phones – People chatting, like for me, also it's like, it's a little bit chilly. I wish I had a top. Like there's so I'm many looking. factors at play. Whereas if I was at home, pause. Netflix is going to, Netflix is going to dominate 
the rest of the world. When are Warner Brothers and stuff going to allow me to just buy Spider-Man for at home? Is that a thing right now? Like, why can't I watch Spider-Man at home for the same price? So Disney Plus did this um, during the lockdown in America. And I think Cruella was the movie. Uh-huh. And it came out. And they, I think Scarlett Johansson actually sued them for this. But they put it out on box office on release weekend. So because of COVID, no one could go to the theater. They put it on Disney+. Plus. But what they do is they charge you $30. So you, you're already paying the subscription of, what, $8 a month? Yeah. And then to watch this exclusive movie right now on release weekend, and I think it was a last of two weeks, you had to pay $30 on top of that, but which is what, ridiculous. But what's the problem? No, you can do it. But I'm saying $30 for one movie that you can see once no, or no, hold 24 on. hours. Hold on. People for boxing events pay $80 for a pay-per-view. What's the problem? I don't understand what the problem is here. Like, it's a, it's a unique, special occasion. Pay your $30. Well, you, you don't get to it's hang true, out at the movie. Like you, you don't get to hang out at the movie cinema for the next showing. Like, oh, sorry, I've, I missed the first five minutes. No, the, the guy comes, clears up, uh, get the hell out of here. You just reminded me, I have a, I have a package due from my last pay-per-view purchase. What did you buy? I, I bought the Logan Paul Mayweather package. Okay. And it comes with a free shirt. Oh, so, so is it on its way? Well. You don't live in America. Yeah, so I think it came to the post office, which explains why I haven't thought about it. Uh, South African post office. Ugh. Yeah. What an ugly scene. All right. So you think movie experience is still going to be a thing? You think people are still going to do it? Because yesterday was packed, by the way. Let, let me no, tell you. I'm, I think people uh, are tired of being inside. I'm yeah, speaking, l- speaking for myself. Lady in front of me complaining. She was, oh, that's the worst. Well, she's like, oh, they're out of jumbo. You know what? <laughs> Out of jumbo popcorn. That's such a nice problem to have. You know what her solution was? What? And because I'm I'm a terrible person, I was like, okay, ma'am, you are already massive, first of all. She's like, oh, no, I'll just get two larges. What, so, so they were just out of the container? Well, yeah, they were just out of the jumbo one. She's like, oh, no, no, I just got... That's she's, so much inconvenience. Well, like, why would you want two boxes? So her, I, I like... Now I'm stuck at the – what's annoying is there's a lot of them. It's like her, her sister, and two other people. And now I'm stuck at – I just want my spice because I got small and two waters. And they're, they're, they're a big family, big people. You got two waters at a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm not this guy. Ryan, what do you think? 9% body fat just happens. Yeah, but slushy – come on. Nah, nothing. Huh? I had my chocolates for one week. It, it was fun. But anyway, so – I heard her family asking her this as well. Like, what? You got two? She's like, yeah, well, I usually get a jumbo. I'm like, okay, wow, this lady. So there was that whole experience. It was it was absolutely packed. So it seems people are still into it. And I think you're making a good point. People just want to get out, right? I just think, I don't want to say it's a cheap day out, but it's like my my growing up experience, going to the movies was a thing. Mm. And it was such a... It was a cool thing to just go to and be a part of. And, you know, I don't know. You did it once every now and then. But when you did, you went all out. You you went and bought your popcorn and your sweets. And, and maybe hit a uh, – we used to do – I don't know if you remember when Panerotti still had the, the, the pizza special back then. Where, well, what's Panerotti's for those who don't know? Oh, uh, Panerotti. It's like an Italian pizza joint. But it's – It's a chain restaurant. Yeah, it's a chain restaurant here. They used to have all you can eat. Mm. 
and so um, pre-COVID days, they would we would go there first. I think from seven till about ten, but we would obviously just go there for a little while. You pay something like 120 bucks, and then waitrons come with different pizza, and they'll come to your table. Do you want this flavor? And you can just have as much as you want. Like you, you buy the plate, and then from there you go. So, so it's a full-on experience with your friend. It's not. So yeah, I don't think movie theaters will be shutting down anytime soon. In in fact, have you seen drive-throughs? Uh, not drive-throughs. Drive-ins have been reopening up. Mm. Have you been seeing that? So, so are those doing well? Yeah, on on the top of Sanson City Building, they mm-hmm. now have opened up a drive-through. Stoking was opened up one there. So, so tell me this, Ryan. When did Netflix come into being in your life? Were, were, can you remember? Were you like ten or five or? No, I've only recently got, got Netflix. Netflix. Okay, so so we it's missed our generation because you know if you want somebody to do something, you have to get them early mm. at like five. Because I didn't even have DSTV growing up. I, so, didn't, I didn't have packaged TV. So that's what I'm saying. Is yeah. Think about the five-year-old now. Because you thinking how we would think, right? You and me are like, okay, well, to watch a new movie, I have to go to the cinema. But for a five-year-old, all they know is Netflix. Like, mom, put Netflix on. By the, time, by the time they're 25, I'm just wondering whether... Because it's a schlep to go to the movies. And I Uber, which is even less of a schlep, right? But I, I looked at a family of six. Like they got to park and then they got to come in and then they have to wait in line. And then the lady goes, how many? You, you know what I mean? Like we're doing all of this. Um, like, is that worth it? If I'm just going to go sit there and have people chatting in the movies, like, is that worth it? Versus I can just have a home cinema, build a home cinema and have Netflix uh, Netflix films. It does irritate me when people talk in the movie. Also, just like if you go watch a Marvel film, I'm sure you know about this, but never get up. Like wait till the end end. Like yes. they have the end and then they have the secret scene. Yeah. And I don't know how anyone doesn't know about that. Like people just get up and leave and I'm like, what? wait, why are you leaving? Although whatever, that, that's up to them. Yeah. And, and I hear you, but it's I, I, Marvel I do. fan. No, no, but I do hear you. I mean, they, they had two scenes in Eternals. Oh, really? Yeah, which was quite confusing. It's, it's pretty annoying. You don't need two. Just have one. Yeah, have the one. Um, but yeah, Ryan, it's an interesting thing. I wonder whether the movie industry is going to survive. But I guess this is why they have to keep taking it next level, right? 3D, 4D. Eventually, maybe maybe it'll be virtual reality. You, are, are you much of a theater person? No. No, no, no. no, no. I'm, I'm not a cultured person, no. No, that's a very cultural thing. Mm. I... I I don't know if it's just me. I think that's a super, super rich people thing. Like, I've, I, like I don't know any middle class people that go to the theater. So it's, I, I think it's also a little bit of a flex on people. I used to go to the theater. Really? Oh, maybe you're rich. I don't know. No. <laughs> it was just, it was something different. That's why I figured maybe if you're not into the movie theater experience, maybe you're more into the theater. No. Because no. I, I like, I love the Netflix thing. I love watching stuff at home. Mm. I love that. I love that experience because I also get annoyed quite quickly if people aren't considerate. So I'd, what I want to do is I don't want to complain. I hate complaining. Stay at home. Awesome. I've got a house. Awesome. This, sure. is, this is perfect. I've got unbelievable internet. This is amazing. But do you have a nice, like, I, I want to say like a, a theater setup? Have you got like a sound bar or uh-uh. something? No. I don't, and I don't even have a TV. I, I'm still saving for a TV. It's been about a year and a half of me saying <laughs> to people, I've got to save up. But I need an... You, do, you, the, do you watch on your phone? Or do you watch on your laptop? Laptop. Yeah. Yeah. So at least. Yeah. People get angry if you watch on your phone, eh? 
I mean, I, I watch on my phone when I'm on the, on, on the road, but like not driving. No, no, no. No, okay. I mean like when you when you're away from home. Uh, okay, like if your right. parents are driving or or your friends driving. Yeah, or if you just at if you want to watch the sports, and yeah. you're at a restaurant. Oh uh, yes. And you, <laughs> wait, who who? <laughs> what are you? Who are you with at a restaurant that you're watching the football? No, well, just you just have it on. Is that offensive? Because I don't think it's offensive. I don't think it's offensive. No, me neither. But but some people like don't do that on a date. No, no, I, no. I agree about that. But it's, although, although it's, I would, I mean. <laughs> it's one of those things where you want to pick a restaurant that already has that facility set up, just in the background that you can see. Yeah. But some don't. So you know what? You pull out your phone <laughs> <laughs> and you just you just watch. You know what makes people furious and. I don't know if this is like sexist, but nothing makes makes ladies more angry than what you've just said because <laughs> I've been at like weddings and stuff where the the football's on, like, like we're not. It's not like it's during the I do's or whatever. No, we or, or we're in a situation now. There, there's a vibe, and we're at a party or whatever. And now the lads are watching football around a cell phone. Like how funny is that? Like when there's like six guys yeah. and they all come check the. So score. you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. And. Yo, do do you, you want to see ladies upset? <laughs> but but what do you expect me to do? It's it's Liverpool Arsenal on or whatever. I'm but, watching that. Yeah, uh, if I wasn't at this event, I would be watching this at home. So why can't I do both? Exactly. Like, and what's incredible is people that I don't even know get upset. Why are you upset? I wouldn't be talking to you anyway. Hmm. So don't worry about it. Just you carry on. We I'm probably watching with my mates anyway. So it's not like people who don't know me are going to gather on my cell phone. Do you know what I mean? I did that at the first <laughs> wedding I went to. Wow. One of my friends is a big Formula One fan. Okay. And he was there. And so it was obviously, it wasn't race day. It was qualifiers. Okay. And he subscribes to Formula One. That, uh, that's awesome. The app, yeah. The, the app, which is no, it's incredible. Next, next level. And so then we just gathered around his phone. I was like, I don't know, you had this? And he's like, yeah, no, no, come. And we just got a drink and just put the phone down. And we watched. So have a little bit of banter. But are you, at the, are you at the bar now, or you you guys at the table? Because um, it's it's that in between thing of go get drinks, hang around before we call everyone, or it's just after like the first batch of speeches. No, 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 I've been there, and I was like, I'm so happy this guy did this because at least I've got something to be excited about now. You know what I always say to ladies is. Every guy is thinking it. If they're a sports fan, they're thinking it. Just stop getting upset. In fact, what you should do as the lady, just to, it's almost like a baby, you know? Mm. You, you give them the dummy. Because <laughs> you, because you know you're going to have to do it. Otherwise, I'm thinking football. Because you know what happens then? Is I'm on my football app the whole time then. Fine. You, like, if, if I'm not going to watch and you're going to get upset, I've got my phone out. I'm not talking to you anyway now. Now exactly. I'm, I, so just let me watch. And then you can kind of annoy me and I can kind of lift my eyes up. You, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm with you. So I'm totally with you there, Ryan. Otherwise, uh, good New Year's. Um, how'd it go with your parents? No, it went well. Um, there weren't many fireworks in our area. Thank God. So it didn't feel like, you know, we we're trying to look. You would think that um, there would be some big TV events on with, mm-hmm. with, with a big countdown. Not, not as many as you think. In fact, I don't think we found one channel. And so... We were just trying to find. I even I went on YouTube trying to find like a countdown for South Africa. Yeah. And eventually I found one, but it was hosted by some guy on YouTube or whatever. And so when when twelve went, I was like, okay. 
So, but but has it always been a thing for you? Like five, four, three, yeah, two. yeah, big time. And yeah. we we often as kids were camping when it was New Year's, and so when I was a kid, my parents would you know would go to bed and then wake us up uh, half an hour before, and then everybody grabs champagne, and you know we all gather around and we just watch the fireworks. Yeah, so fireworks are actually supposed to be illegal. Um, I believe, but okay, whatever. People have fireworks, like I don't know if you noticed uh, in Cape Town this year. Normally, there's huge fireworks at the VNA, so there were thousands of people gathered around. Not one firework. Everyone was so confused. They put like, do you know what Batman uses for that light? The, the bat signal. They literally for New Year, they just had a light in the middle of the sky. Oh, really? Yeah. So no fireworks. No fireworks. What's the fascination with fireworks? I don't like them. They're, they're noisy. Like animals hate them. Why do we? Is it just because human beings like things that explode? It's a celebration. It's a celebration thing. But can it, that it can just that marks? Mark, yeah. It just marks like, for me, when I think fireworks, I think New Year's. It just marks like, yeah, the New Year. See, I've never got it. Even when I was young, I was like, wow, this is boring. Even the and loud. Even the Diwali festivals, beautiful fireworks. I've been in India for Diwali and I'm not in it. Really? Yeah. You don't think it's it's nice to look in the sky? Nah. And it's- nah. And, and I'm into that. Like I, I like shows and pageantry and you, you know when I like, uh, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. When it's a proper put together firework show, my thing is I don't understand why people buy at home, like light it, like run Johnny, that thing's going to burn your arm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that I don't understand. It's, like it's not a display when it's just you at home. You can nearly blow your ear off or whatever. When it's a proper thing and you, you know, it's, you know, sequence, boom, boom, bang, bang, boom. Oh, wow, look, it's a car mm. in this guy. <laughs> that, that's a different thing. I, I don't get the buying them for home. Mm. That's weird to me. But but like you say, it's a whole it's a whole different beast. Diwali, whatever, Guy Fawkes. Are we still doing Guy Fawkes? I don't know that one. Because people in the northern suburbs, they will get upset about their dog. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Because dogs, ooh, they don't like it. They don't like it. And I'm not the animal rights over human people um, guy. So, you, you know, I'm, I'm never going to go there. I'm just like, oh, it doesn't make sense. I thought we were doing animal rights vibes. You, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm with you. So, but maybe not. Whatever. Uh, well, well done to everybody who made it to 2024. Quickly give you a rundown of Eternals. Um, not worth it. Like, like that's my movie rating so I, I don't know what below zero would be but bad writing the character casting was weird like for reasons I'd named already feared going in Salma Hayek does not she does not meant for uh, she's not meant for superhero films she's also not very articulate like, like she doesn't speak well you, you, you know um, who's the um, Sofia Vergara is at least like boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? Mm. If, so um, it's not even the accent that bothers me. She's not an articulate speaker. So obviously it looks like an oil painting, but it's quite a heavy speaking role that she, she, she has, oh, you know? was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she's not in – well, yeah. it's weird. It, the, the casting's weird, dude. It's weird. Angelina Jolie being cast for her role, weird. Does, does it tie into anywhere, anything that you've watched so far with the Thanos movies? It speaks. They speak about it twice in the whole movie. It, it's so weird. It, like, the, what they're clearly doing is setting up a whole new 
Spider-Man-esque vibe. Because you haven't seen Game of Thrones, but the guy who's Jon Snow's in it, um, I forget what his name is, Kit Harrington. It's not the midget, eh? <laughs> I believe dwarf is the correct term. Oh, sorry. Um, and that's Peter Dinklage. Okay, yeah, yes. Who's very famous. So, no, it's not him. It's regular-sized uh, Kit Harrington who plays <laughs> Jon Snow uh, in Game of Thrones. So, he's in it. Yeah, it's weird, dude. It's weird. It's badly written, badly cast. Um, I, I have so many problems with it, but not worth it is, is my movie review of it. Um, nothing about it makes sense. They, 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 they're trying to invent a whole new universe, basically, off Thanos. Um, who's the singer? Harry Styles. Um, he is a singer, yeah. Ginger guy, eh? No. Anyway, I think he's Thanos' brother. They bring him in as Thanos' brother in the movie. Harry Styles? It's not really a spoiler alert, but that does happen, yeah. You don't mean Ed Sheeran? No, no, Ed Sheeran, chubby guy. No, no, no. I think it's Harry Styles. Because I didn't know who it was in the movie. Everyone started giggling. They were like, ha ha. Because it's in the post-credits. It's not a a spoiler, by the way. Anyway, he's in it. Not great. Not great. Unless you're super into it. And, and they don't tie together any other uh, open-ended storylines either, by the well, way. That's what I was about to ask. So there's nothing... So this is like a film on its own. Completely. It, it could have been about Milk Tart and its origins. And you, you would never have gone, Oh, wow, this is, this is incredible. They've, they've now told me why Thanos was as big as he is or whatever, you know. It's actually got nothing to do with it. They are completely new celestial beings. Um, and the writing's so loose. Because even throughout the movie, there's like, they keep doing like flashbacks and, and back to present day, trying to link everything together. But even that's badly written because they still leave loopholes. By the end of the film, you're actually just waiting for the movie to end. It's like you've invested too much and it's long. It's long. It's two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. It's long. It is a long investment for oh, some mediocre acting. And the, the, the casting's so bad. They've cast it so, so badly. Have they done like a Lion King thing where they, where they just pull the big names? Oh, I, didn't, I didn't watch Lion King. Uh, well, I watched the original, but I, I, never, I don't see a reason to watch it again. Yeah, no, don't, don't waste your time. Is it a visual experience, the new Lion King? I, I don't like it. Because I, I know the old Lion King... It was a cartoon, and so you you relate to these cartoons, but now they've made a straight up animals. So there's no sort of cartoon esque, yeah, n- nothing like that. The animals just look like animals. Yeah, I'm with just you. like talking animals, and it just doesn't have that. You don't feel the same. There's playful. no emotion. Yeah, there's no emotion with these animals. They're just normal animals. You don't have that same like bond that you had with with the cartoon. I'm with you. So Eternal's definitely not worth it. I wouldn't go if I were you unless you're hardcore into it and you're like me. Obviously, I'm a cultural commentator, so I have to watch these things. Next up, Spider-Man. Will I go tonight? I don't know yet. I'm, I'm planning on going tonight. Oh, Ryan, but you've said it what? No, no, no. I know, it, but the, I, this tonight's the This is the fourth time you've said you're going to watch it eh? or third tonight, time. Tonight's the night and I will give my... Okay, Ryan, are you definitely going to watch Spider-Man tonight? Yes. Do you want to talk about it tomorrow? Yes. So then must I go tonight as well? No, I have to. Yeah, shall we, shall we do the thing where tomorrow we, we talk about it? Yeah, maybe we should do it. No, but ho- hold on. Mm. So just to let people in who don't know, Ryan says he, d- he refuses to watch movie- movies by himself. He was going to watch Spider-Man last year, 
and his friends cancelled on him at the last minute for whatever reason, and and you cancelled because of that. I remember phoning you that day. I think that was the twenty fourth, yeah, yeah. Um, of December. So now, no, no, no it was. It was after. It was. It was recently. It was. I think it was the thirtieth. No, man. Thirtieth was like three days ago. The time you were going, you were going with a couple, and then a couple cancelled. That was. Yes. That was. Yes. I think the twenty. I'm pretty sure it was the 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 day before Christmas. I think it was the thirtieth. Thirtieth. Three mm. days ago. Four days ago. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not sure, but anyway, you you cancelled there. Now, yeah. are you, what happens if they cancel on you tonight? I'm, I'm going. So, have you planned with friends tonight? I have planned with friends. What if they cancel? Are you still going to go? I'll go. Because it is Spider-Man. And I, I, I cannot be behind in the world. I don't want to be that guy where it's like, oh, shame, we're still saving the spoilers for Yo, you. No, no spoilers. I yeah. hate those people. Like, go watch the movie. Go then. watch the movie, yeah. And now I'm being that guy. So now I've got to follow through. The only thing where I said no spoilers <laughs> was Game of Thrones because it came out at such a weird time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like three in the morning in South Africa. I know people who would wake up, by the way, people with adult jobs would wake up at like three or one in the morning whenever Game of Thrones was on to, so that they don't miss it. I was like that. But you didn't watch Game of Thrones? No, no, no. Well, not for Game of Thrones, but for other things. Like what? Like uh, the Conor McGregor fight, I think it was with Nate Diaz or... Yeah, but that's different. Uh, like Game of Thrones was every week. Oh, okay. Every week. I don't know. For the Conor McGregor thing, I drove to Hooters at like three in the morning. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> That is amazing. Pre-COVID, huh? Yeah. You drove, you... It was, it was an, an experience because it was three in the morning and you're like, they have a set menu. It's breakfast. So they give you like curly fries and like a breakfast bun burger thing and then beer. <laughs> at three in the morning. People walking out of the hammock at seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> The MKT show, uh, Conor McGregor, 3 a.m. So it's good to be sort of back, even though I never really left. I mean, we worked straight through, right, right? Yeah, we did. So um, I've got to tell you, this is a pretty awesome job. Hmm. Yeah. This is like if you're going to have a job, have this one. If you're, if you're a sports fan, you know what I'm saying? I agree. Like, sports is my life. N- now, talking about sport is my life. And Marvel movies. <laughs> I'm a cultural No, I'm, I'm glad you're doing commentator. it. Because there's a lot of people that'll be like, no, the movie's way, be- way better back in my day. Now, you at least, you're going to see them before you judge them. No, because you can't be that guy. There's nothing worse than people who don't participate and judge right like if you want to complain about the government vote yeah i agree you, you, you know and you can take that analogy across the board like if you want to complain about music music someone's girlfriend maybe get a girlfriend yourself you know what I mean? like how, how do you how do you call girlfriends terrible when you're single <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah like get in the game you you got to be in the game in order to commentate on the game Having said that, some people's girlfriends are pretty terrible. I, I think I can say that. I think a lot of people can say that. Um, yeah, that's a situation. Hey, what do you do if your if your friend's partner's terrible? Do do you do you get involved? No. Like, when was the last time you had that? 
I I got involved one time and it backfired on me. How recently? Uh, now it's probably about five. So I haven't spoken to the guy since. What happened? Can you can you? I mean, you don't have to tell us his or his and the, and her name. But uh, how, how did it backfire? What what were the circumstances? He was um, a really good friend of mine for like fifteen years, mm-hmm. I'd say, and then he broke up with his ex. Oh, he he broke up with his girlfriend, and then she started trying to hang out with him again, and then mentioned a couple details to him about me, but wouldn't even give me a chance to. Whoa, to, to clear whoa, the whoa, air. whoa, 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 whoa! Mentioned a couple of details about you yeah. doing what? No, no, no she. So she, her and my sister were good friends, and so after they broke up, she would come over to to uh, my place. No, and then there were some lies in the oh no but yeah oh so she put you in a situation with your mate yeah oh that's horrible and then yeah and she was lying yeah yeah oh man but that's why i don't get involved anymore you can't yeah like you know even if your mate's emotional if he says i'm gonna break up with her don't support him in that moment Uh, but also don't talk him out of it like like it's his decision but but uh, but by don't support him i don't mean if he's going yeah she's crazy and she's this don't say yeah bro i've been meaning to tell you because <laughs> that that feel that's like the natural thing right mm. don't do it stay out of that zone like if he's going she's crazy bro do you want a beer <laughs> do you know what i mean stay yeah, yeah, out yeah. of it yeah. because let me tell you what happens when he comes around and him and donna are back together now yeah, listen. He was the one who didn't back you back. Yeah, then. he was saying. He said this. Oh no, I've seen it all. So I don't. I don't get involved anymore. That that's the secret. That's the secret, and also the secret that uh, people in relationships need to hear. Some of your partners are terrible. I don't think that's an unfair thing to say. <laughs> like, also, do you have to like your friend's girlfriend? Like, it, it, let's say we were best mates, right? Mm. And I know it's I know it's probably a difficult question to answer because I think about it a lot. So let me tell you my rule before maybe I ask the question. I will never ever 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 again ever 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 hang out with Ryan's girlfriend without Ryan there. Like I don't know if you know that weird zone where people like oh yeah no I'm friends with Ryan's girlfriend what are you talking about yeah I'm going for drinks with her. I I'm like why do you create the room for that? Yeah. Like, why are you seeing someone's girlfriend without them? Why is that? Why do people think that's okay? And the natural response by the modern day man who wants to be what we, I think, is a bit of a simp, trying to trying to feel sophisticated, is that, oh, men and women can be friends. Absolutely, they can. But as soon as somebody has a, a partner, because we know that if you're heterosexual, men and women around each other enough, stuff can happen, right? Let's just say there's a one percent chance. Why leave the room for that is my, my thing. So I just think there's so many things that are off about. Because at some stage, what happens if your girlfriend's having a bad day and she wants to talk about all the negative stuff Ryan's got? I'm Ryan's bestie and now his girlfriend's here. I had a situation like that, actually. Go ahead. When I was playing football, one of, uh, when, I was in, when I was on the sub bench, you know, you, you're waiting to come on next. But there's like three or four of us. So it would be quite a wait till, you, till you're next. And I had a friend of mine, um, his girlfriend was sitting there and would just tell me about some of the the terrible times 
that happened between them and what he did. And I was like, oh, this is not a situation I want to be involved in. Wait a minute. Is he on the pitch at this He's stage? on the pitch at this stage. Oh, my goodness. And she's telling me this. And I'm like, you know, he's one of, like, one of my good, really good friends. Why on earth are you telling me this? So, but now, what are you saying? I'm not saying much. <laughs> I don't want to be implicated. I'm just like, mm, mm, mm. Oh, my God. How... No, it, it's it's so awkward. She has no scar, eh? No, and and you can't believe it. And then you go to the other guys, and you're like, "But is she like this with you?" And they're like, "Yeah." <laughs> yes. But what? So, but like, how bad are we talking here? Like, yeah, jeez, did you hear he's having all sorts of financial problems or like that kind of no, stuff? No, no, no. It's like he cheated on me once. No ways. And things got ugly, but no ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, what are you talking about? No, no, no it's wild. Because I've got this thing. I, do, do you still know this lady? I haven't. We I haven't spoken to either of. Yeah, I haven't spoken to either of them since uh, COVID. That but, is. But we used to play football, so like incredible, yeah. dude. Crazy. That is amazing. Mm. So, so. And your boy's on the pitch. On the pitch, eh? So what does he do when he comes off the pitch, though? Is she just like, oh, hey, babe? Yeah. <laughs> people, <laughs> people are unbelievable. No, but it blows my mind. No, it's mind blowing. I, I, I physically can't believe it. All right, give me some of that music. Uh, as I do every single Monday, I'm going to tell you where I was right, where I was wrong. Good gracious. Yeah. That is amazeballs. <laughs> yes. All right. It's the first one for this year. Every single Monday, I will tell you. Um, where I was right and where I was wrong in the world of sports and perhaps sometimes beyond that. Uh, where I was right, the proteas are absolutely pathetic. I said on Twitter, um, on the fourth day or the fifth day, which was actually a fourth day pitch with the rained out, uh, situation. I said the proteas would lose by 110. In the end, they lost by 113 and it's a complete mess. Uh, Quinton de Kock officially is out. He's out on test cricket. And the Proteas are 1-0 down after the most humiliating defeat on home territory possibly ever that we've ever suffered. I was dead right. Proteas are pathetic and they have been for 18 months. The culture's broken. Everything about the Proteas is completely broken. Where I was wrong, Chelsea Football Club have just backed their manager over a superstar signing. That's never, ever happened before. Not in the Roman Abramovich era. What it tells you is now there's a culture, now it is club first, it is Roman first, and they won't hear any difference. So shout out to Chelsea Football Club. Where I was right, Man City are the best football club in the world. They've got the best manager, they've got the best squad, or as Pep might say, squat in the world. And what I love about Man City, you never hear any noise from the executive staff. What it tells you is that they organized. Right, once you hear noise from dressing rooms and boardrooms like Newcastle, right, even Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United, you know it's a mess. Man City are an absolutely brilliantly oiled machine and they are the best in world football. They don't need anybody. They're going to absolutely steamroll England, probably win the treble, the, the local treble again. Uh, where I was wrong, Barcelona are a bigger mess than ever. What is going on there? Because I'm going to tell you, that's where I was wrong. I didn't think they could become a bigger mess than what they were in letting Leo Messi go. 
but where I was right, Ferran Torres made the biggest mistake of all time ever going there. Where was he going? Because now they can't even register him because they're over the financial cap. They still need Dembele to bring his money down on his contract, which he's not agreed to, which he won't agree to because he's six months out from the contract. He's going to get all the money and then leave and get a bigger deal elsewhere. Ferran Torres is a good chance may possibly not be able to play for Barcelona this season. It's possible. I'm not saying it won't happen. They'll sell players, etc. But you've just spent £50 million on a guy you can't use. What are we doing here? Absolutely crazy. So I was wrong and right at the very same time. Ferran Torres, where were you going? Uh, where I was wrong, Man United haven't solved, solved their culture problem. Cristiano Ronaldo still whinging. Ralf Rangnick is still needing to talk to the media. It's a big problem. Manchester United need to tighten things up. They are the biggest brand in world sport and things are so wrong. Uh, where I was right, I'm afraid test cricket, I'm afraid cricket is gone. Uh, not even the ashes can save uh, cricket. And I saw some numbers saying that cricket viewing last year was down 60%. Test cricket numbers were down 60% in a pandemic year. Absolutely Incredible, and not even the ashes could rescue it. I do worry for my beloved cricket. I do. Uh, I worry about Test cricket, but I was dead right. T Twenty. It's too entertaining. One day stuff. It's too entertaining. It's it's Netflix culture, right? Just click next. It, it, it doesn't matter whether it's good or not, as long as there's something on, and it's much more exciting to advertise a T Twenty Test cricket and the ashes. Cannot save the beloved game. I think it's over. Uh, where I was wrong. I said Arsenal might grow up this year with Mikel Arteta trying to change the culture. Not sure if you saw the Man City game, but there was a penalty, clear penalty. I don't know why they're saying it's not a penalty. Xhaka is clearly holding Bernardo Silva. I don't know why they're crying about that. It's a penalty. But where they showed me that they haven't grown up is that they continue to sulk and make that an excuse and cry about the Edison penalty situation. No, 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 no. Grow up because you missed two easy chances actually for Arsenal. Why don't you say that? Accountability, winners don't complain. You finish those two chances and you wrap the game up and you take Manchester City out of it. If you don't believe me, go and watch the highlight from the Man City Arsenal game the first half. Arsenal should have been 3 0 up. They should have been 3 0 up. And I'm talking clear cut chances. So I'm sorry, grow up. Arsenal, still a mess. Still children, a bunch of losers. Uh, where I was dead right, Antonio Conte has Spurs organized. They're, they're painful to watch, but that's Italian football. <laughs> painful, organized, tactically sublime. I mean, he's making... Son Heung-min, by the way, still not playing well. Once he starts to play well, Spurs are going to be a headache for everyone. Because Harry Kane's obviously, his head's at Man City or wherever he's going next, PSG, right? Son Heung-min has not started to play well yet, and they've, they're they five in a row unbeaten now. Conte has got them organized. I was dead right. I said at the very least, that's what he would do. Where I was wrong, the Eternals was a terrible idea. I was wrong. And I have to be able to, as a grown-up, I have to be accountable and say, I made the call and I was dead wrong. It was a waste of two and a half hours. I could have been at home, I don't know, enjoying an episode of Family Guy. The Eternals is not worth it. It is not worth it. Will I watch the next one where Jon Snow is clearly a hero with a sword? Yes. Yes, I will. I'm a cultural commentator, but I was dead wrong about Eternals. An absolute cataclysmic event. Terrible. Terrible, right? So bad.
I feel like Spider-Man's going to do you a lot of good. But I hated the previous two Spider-Man. They were awful films. Very, very bad. Bad acting. Bad casting. I heard the casting for this one's pretty good. No no spoilers. But, but you're into Spider-Man. See, yes. See, I, you know why I can call these movies out? The, the best one is Shang-Chi of all of the movies I've seen so far. The first, the very first Wolverine is actually the best one. The very first Wolverine movie is the best of all, all of the films. I need to catch up on some of these. Yeah. X-Men's excellent, dude. But the Wolverine film, the very first one, is the best of all the superhero, whatever vibe you want to call these people. Mm. Phew, Eternals is bad. But was there, because remember, I, I mentioned to you that they were opening up a crossover for the X-Men. According you, to Marvel. And it was through Eternals that they were going to do that. Oh, really? That's why I'm thinking, did anything tie up to X-Men in the Eternals movie? I don't know who the voice at the end is. I can't... Is, so in the outtake scene? Is it like... Is it a spoiler to, to kind of say... It might be. <laughs> no, well, he, all he says is, are you ready for this? Oh, I think they I think they posted that on on their Twitter page. Yeah, that's all he says uh, to 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 old uh, Kit Harrington as he's about to touch a sword, which is weird because he's from Game of Thrones. It's more of a Game of Thrones reference than anything else. Interesting. So I don't know if that's a spoiler. I don't know. They say it's coming out. Um, I forget the name, but I'll I'll, I'll get back to you. But they say it's coming out summer this year. But it's X Men, Marvel, or DC. Well, this is what I was asking. I went to Brad the other day because I always thought it was DC. And I was told it wasn't Marvel in the beginning. It was through a smaller franchise that Marvel eventually bought. Oh, uh, okay. But it wasn't DC. I thought it was DC this whole time. Oh, uh, so it was some, someone else. So it was a smaller franchise that was bought to Marvel. Or, okay. or Marvel bought um, that fran- that whole Yeah, because the Wolverine, Wolverine one is all Marvel, huh? Yeah. I didn't think so. I When I think X-Men, I think DC. I don't know why on earth I think that, but yeah, so that's, that's why I was so confused. Why on earth is X-Men coming in with Eternals and Spider-Man now? But why wouldn't you? Why, why wouldn't you? I don't know. There's just... The characters are different, right? And, and Marvel, Marvel have a very good way of um, making their characters just beam. Like, it's one character. I think there's one other Marvel film. Like, the Avengers aren't just the Avengers. They all have their own separate movies to make them the Avengers. They are the best of the best. In every movie, whichever one you see, the spotlighted one is the one. DC, they have they have great villains. Yeah. So, like, you have your Batman, but then you have your Joker, who has his own series. And then you have... I'm trying to think who else. You have your Superman and... I don't know much about Superman movies. I've watched like two. I refuse. My, that, <laughs> that, that is my least favorite superhero. Okay, mine's Captain America. I think he's useless. But, um, yeah, I, when I think of DC, I think great villains. Not that Marvel doesn't have any great villains, but DC is more dark for me. Yeah. It's a lot darker. So when I think X-Men, I'm thinking... When I think of the cast of, of the last X-Men movie, I'm thinking very it's quite dark. serious. Yeah. yeah. It's not like happy ending and, you know, hero. It's, I don't know. I just have this thing about DC. I like how dark DC is. And I'm, and I'm happy with that. Like, when I saw the Joker film last year, it was just, it was brilliant. 
Så det är Joaquin Phoenix, ja? Ja, ja. I haven't seen it. It was an incredible film, only because, you know, you're so sick of the happy ending stuff. Like, like what actually happened? I, I want to know when the writer was writing this. Don't don't bring it back to, oh, and then, you know, they got back together and everything was fine. No. I want to know how it happened. And the Joker film. Worth watching. Oh. Okay, so I'll watch it. Is it on Netflix? I actually don't know if it's been released on Netflix. Okay, I'll, I'll find it. I think you won a Grammy for it, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, no, well, you can't win a Grammy. Probably an Oscar. Oh, sorry, Oscar. Yeah, that's music. Yeah, sorry. Don't worry, my mind's out today. But, um, yeah, so that's that's my whole thing. I also thought, is Fantastic Four Marvel or DC? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's Marvel. Well, whatever it is, I totally hear you because X-Men's quite dark. Mm. Like, think of the characters, uh, Lee Schreiber. These are serious actors mm. as well. Like the the Marvel guys aren't serious actors. It's like it's fun. It's made for children. They play the superhero thing very well, but there's no like it's it's dark, but it's not dark. No, but it's also like like think of all the the the, the what's it the Avengers. None of them are like a list serious actors, but like Lee Schreiber is a proper actor. You you know um, uh, who's um. Who's Captain Kirk again? Uh. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Sir Patrick Stewart. Sir Ian McKellen. You, you know. Yeah. Um, you, you're looking at uh, who's the Aussie who's uh, Wolverine? Uh, he, he owns the company with Ryan Reynolds. Uh, no, no, no. It's a separate company, but they do promotions for each other. Exactly. Anyway, Hugh, like Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman yeah. That's a serious actor. He, he's, not, he's not just an action star. Like Hugh Jackman is a serious stage actor, you know, musicals. He's an actor. Like, I don't think Robert De Niro is a, I mean, Robert De Niro, uh, Robert Downey Jr., he's not a serious actor. He's like a muckabout guy. He, well, he, he's a cult figure. You, he had you know. a couple serious movies. Well, like, what did he do? He had the, um. That was good as well. It can't just. Sherlock Holmes? No, but that's not a serious acting role. He's <laughs> like having, he's playing himself in that. Like, quirky, idiosyncratic guy. No, well. I think he portrays the Iron Man character very. I wouldn't have any other actor play. No, Iron Man. I I agree with you, but but isn't that Robert Downey Jr. like but, like heartthrob, too almost too cool for school guy? But don't you think he's a list? No, I, I think a list star, but like C list actor. I don't, I don't think he's a very good like because I, I never ever say just a list actor. I've always said Johnny Depp, a list star, C list actor, because I've seen Patrick Stewart acting, <laughs> I've seen Sir Ian McKellen acting. Fair enough. Like, I can't grade on a curve. Like, you can't compare Robert Downey Jr. to Patrick Stewart. No, no. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no it's two, two separate. Yeah, like, I mean, when you see um, Daniel Day-Lewis and you've got, you, you know, old Sherlock Holmes there, you're like, come on. The one guy who is a serious actor, I would say, is Cumberbatch. He's, uh, what, Doctor Strange? Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's in a serious A-list actor. I would say that guy is the real deal. But to your point, I think the Marvel universe, the way it is now, is for children. X Men's not for children. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's for it's for children and fans. Like I I love the Marvel universe. I think it's it's just got such a thing about it. Like yeah. it is written whimsically. You yeah. Know? No, no, it's great. Stan Lee had a had a really oh, he's a genius fun vision for something serious, but something like something for people to believe in. The X, like, when I think of X-Men and that's why I put them in the DC stuff is because it's such a dark series. And yeah. it's like, it's real life, scary, cool stuff. You, you, you know what the thing is about X-Men as well is 
you, you, you know how the, the violence is, is sort of portrayed? You, you, you know, if you watch the X-Men series, a lot of the violent combat scenes, it's two people on screen and it's, and it's like zoomed in. That's very personal. It's a very personal way to experience violence. So if you take a look at those saber-tooth scenes, I mean, Lee Schreiber, serious guy, beard, teeth, like you see Wolverine's, uh, what's it, vibranium going into flesh. Mm. Very rarely do you see that the after effects of the violence in in the Marvel universe. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the violence, even the way violence portrayed X Men, that's not for kids. It's like Mm -mm. those are sixteen, eighteen films, right? So that's why. That's why I I don't know. Whenever I picture DC, I picture that dark. um, Yeah. Great acting also on DC films. It's more serious. Yeah, yeah, way more serious. You you know who's um, you, you know who's an awesome villain is Striker. Uh, did you? Oh, you, but you haven't seen the X Men films. No, I yeah. need to. Well, you need, need to catch to up again, right? Because yeah, yeah. Ryan, if I'm going to do the work, you also have to. <laughs> I hear a lot of a lot of young, cool work kids say you got to do the work. Yeah. So you got to do the work. It's the grind. That's you got to get on the <laughs> grind. All right. So I'm probably going to watch Spider Man tonight then as well. Okay. Because then we can talk about it tomorrow. What if I don't watch Spider Man tomorrow? Will you do spoilers? Uh no, I won't. I won't spoil it. Okay, but I'm going to try and watch Spider Man tonight. Well, what time are you going to go? Seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hopefully there's an available time slot near me. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll make it up. I'm kind of hoping it won't be too full. No way, it's going to be chockers, dude. People mm. are coming back from the coast now as well. They're back. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's that because you know when you come back from school, the last thing you want is to be coming back the night before school. Mm. You need the week to kind of get back to being at home. You know what I mean? Like especially most people in homes. You don't grow up alone. It's always like siblings. You know, you got to come back, clean back your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like your mom's. You, we, we, there's no one to pick up your stuff. You know, on a holiday, there's always like room service if you're staying in a hotel. Or, or you're just in holiday mode. Like your parents don't care if there's sand in the house. You, you know what I mean? But when you're back home, you need to kind of dust the cobwebs off of like, oh, man, I actually have to pick my socks up. See your friends one last time. Yeah, and also you like that kind of stuff. Like, also, I get the prick glue. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, the, the one thing about, about school is you, you don't make the mistake of bringing your kids up that last the, the Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, you got to get, you, like, oh, man, my cricket bat got chipped. I'll probably get that fixed. You know, it's cricket trials. is like a weekend. The last thing you want to do if you're a kid, if I think back, the last thing I wanted to do was spend my Sunday and Saturday mornings fixing stuff for school do you know what i mean that's what mm. like so you need that week so that your your, your normal weekends in school because you need your weekends in during school as a kid you, you cannot have it be all right well ryan th- the third week of school we have to get new uniforms now no that's what that week is for back from holiday right you, you don't want now it's what it's cindy's birthday now I gotta go get new uniforms with my mom. I miss everything. By the time I get there, the cake's finished and everyone's already swum. No, thank you. Yeah. That, that's not what I want to be doing. So, no, Ryan, my point is tonight is gonna be a sardine run at the movies. Sure. Yeah. And be I think prepared. It's, yeah, me too. By the way, I think you are actually a really nice person. I'm gonna be complaining tomorrow about that. <laughs> and I'm going to, I'm gonna to go to like, probably go to Santon. And oh, can you imagine? I haven't actually, I don't know when last I was at Sanson for a movie. Hate it. I've been in, I normally go to, um, the casino and I watch it there. Monty. Uh, Silver Star. Oh, okay. In the 
in the door. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's way out there. Yeah, I was at Monte <laughs> Casino yesterday. Monte Casino still rocks, dude. Yeah, no, I I love Monte Casino. Really? Yeah. I so for me, you want to know my anxiety? I mean, I'm not an anxious person. Going into like malls and those kind of places, there's like children are just it's a zoo in there. Like I'm trying to walk to the movies. Ah, oh, because so you know, Monte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy kids still running through there. Well, no, like if you with a, fa- it's a family place. Yeah, right? yeah. Like mom and dad are looking at jewelry or whatever. There's little, I don't know, Pratib running off. <laughs> Stacy, she's just, you know, she's like, she's four. What she, what's she supposed she to do? She just got a hold of some like, uh, what's it, that candy? Your candy floss. Candy floss. And, and also like kids are doing the most as well. Popcorn in my hand. So I'm only focused on the box. I'm walking. I'm not looking left and right. I'm inside of my, you know what I mean? They're kids. They are. Go around through the casino. No kids allowed. Yeah, but no, but I, <laughs> I, I don't blame the kids. I'm just saying it's a zoo. Sure. Like, like kids are kids. Well, what do you want them to do? Like be in military formation? <laughs> you know, kids are kids. You, you, you can't, I always put it on the parents. Mm. We, 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 like my frustration is towards parents. It's like, keep your kids at home or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't know what you're supposed to do. But anyway, uh, Monte Casino, absolutely. Freaking pumping. So, Spider-Man tonight for me and Ryan, maybe. Mm. I, I don't trust Ryan's going to go because it's the second or the third time now he's told me he's going to go. And I don't have the confidence that you're going to have the confidence to go alone. I, I will phone and book a ticket. After after we've recorded this, I'll phone and book tickets. Now, great thing you're, you're talking about there. Buying the movie tickets online, it's the first time I think in my history that I've ever done that. So there's a new vibe now where I don't need to go to the counter. I bought my ticket online. And then you just go to the, to the ticket thing. Why don't, why doesn't everyone do that? I don't know. Especially if you have like, so when I got there, cause I didn't realize this was a thing, cause I haven't been to movies. When was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I keep saying this. Yes. I think 2010. No Two, way. It's 2008. Yeah. So, so that's the last time I was at a cinema before I was at the cinema. I went to Jojo Rabbit last year, <laughs> but it was for work. It was I, like, I wasn't there like, Let's go to a movie. It was a Cliff Central event, right? Mm. But yesterday was the first time I've been to a movie cinema since Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, by the way. That's insane. Yeah, yeah. See, they've done this annoying thing at the movies now. And if I don't know if you're an international listener, I don't know how things are. Otherwise, I haven't actually been to a movie theater outside of South Africa thinking about it. But they've done this annoying thing now where they've combined the ticket and the snack stand. So now, if you if you're doing your thing where yeah. you go and you buy online and then you go and get your ticket at the at the internet printout thing, now you have to go stand in the same queue as the people buying tickets to go get snacks. Okay, not at Monty. Okay. Oh, that's a disaster. Yeah. So now, if you want oh. tickets, so you have to go to the snack stand. So you're joking. Even if you buy the tickets online and you want to just walk through, you still have to stand in the same no. line to buy snacks. Yeah. What what movie is that? Like what? Sturkinical? Um, both. I've seen it at New Metro at uh, Clearwater, and I've seen it at at Sturkinical in in Silver Star. But now you've just made me think I might have to go back to Monty because Monty. The great thing is you don't have to do that. It, it was like checking in online for for airplane flights. Why don't people do that? Like I don't get it when people go. Okay, where are you going? To be I'm honest, just, I've never done anything different. I don't know what you're talking about. I've always checked in online. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't know. How else do people do it? Oh, Sorry, that's a very ignorant thing to say. No, but. no, no. It's not. It's not. Because you're not the moron. The <laughs> the people who get to the airport, hey, where are you going? Oh, I just have to go get my ticket. What are you talking about? Why is it not on your phone? Oh, no. Oh, I didn't check it online. Well, 
What? <laughs> it's mental, isn't it? Yeah. No, I, I, I thought you had to do that. No, 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 no. People, they, I know I have one and she listens to this show. I've nearly strangled her before because I've been saying it to her for the last five years. Freaking check in online. Simple thing as well. But like check in online, carry on bag. That's why I don't travel with her anymore. She's like, <laughs> like every now and then she she does the, and she's doing well. So she she'll be she'll pop me the. Do you want to come to Cape Town? With who? Me? No, no. You're a nightmare to travel with. You're you're a terrible person to travel with. She's, I gotta say, she's my she's in the top five of my favorite humans, and it's plutonic. We've known each other since we were children, so it's you know that relationship. Yeah, I won't travel with. Her. Nightmare, this person. <laughs> Nightmare. There's nothing worse than go- traveling with people like that. Wait, so I just have to ask then. So you, sorry, to go back to, to the movie thing. Yes. So last night when you checked in your tickets, how did you get your popcorn? So I got my ticket, went to the popcorn line. Oh, so they have a separate snack stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was my huge relief of, good God, thank you that I don't have to stand there. Thank, like that looks terrible because there's like 16 families of eight each. Mm. Like, like, okay, who's in? Have we got all of them? No, thank you. Straight to the snack stand. One more question, because I've seen this on Twitter recently. Now I haven't been to the movies in probably since the last wave. So, early last year sometimes. Two years, Nick. No, no. Uh, oh, oh, you mean the last previous okay, wave. So, so one year. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard that they've changed the packaging for the popcorn. It's now packets and it's no longer. No, no, no. Not at Monte Casino. Okay. I told you that that lady said. Oh, yeah, well, out Jum- of the jumbo. Jumbo's finished. No, but don't worry, I got two lodges. <laughs> I said, get him, my sister. <laughs> you do, you. She was a big girl, though. I was like, you're definitely going to eat both of those. You, <laughs> you're a healthy lass. Good for you. And you're cancelled. Who, me? Oh, the show. Oh, what for saying? She was a big girl, though. Yeah, I know. But, but, but that is cancelable stuff. Mm. I mean, she was the size Adele used to be. But adults not now, and people <laughs> hate her for that. So, all right, Brian, hope you go and watch Spider Man tonight, dude. Don't I'm, be a liar. No, I'm definitely gonna do it. All right, I'm also then I'm definitely gonna do it as well. And Ryan, if you don't, that's gonna be annoying because I will do spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> this is the MKT show. It's important to note at this stage that this is the MKT show number one. But bamboo is not wood. I'm bringing this up again. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? We had a bit of a, uh, a chat about this in the office this morning mm-hmm. as I got in. And I was just shocked that bamboo isn't wood. <laughs> as many of you might be, just by the way. <laughs> And I see MKT wants to bring it up now. It was one of the most incredible things I've ever been through. It's, as Spock would say, illogical. <laughs> Spock, huh? I think. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know Star Trek well enough. Is that That's Star Trek, eh? I don't know. I haven't watched any of them. Yeah. One of them, I know Spock blows up a Death Star of sorts. I don't know. Spock is Star Trek. 
I think. Although, although that's not uh, uh, right now, you obviously can't see it. But I'm now doing the famed uh, "long live long and prosper" sign. What's that? That's Star Trek. I think so. Um, the, the the guy who was the anti-hero, uh, the villain on Heroes, is um, the new. Star Trek hero I forget who it is Leonard Nimoy was the original mm. I think that is Spock I just remember I had a friend in college who used to love the he used to love the franchise and I've never seen either of them and so I would just say I think Star Wars or Star Trek one of them is where Spock blows up the Death, the death Star which I know is wrong no no, no no the, the Death Star is Star, Star Wars but that's what makes it hilarious Oh, uh, is that what you used to say to your friend? Yeah, I'd say Spock blows up the Death Star, right? And then he would be like, oh my word, yeah. have you never seen... Yeah, yeah. I haven't, but I haven't seen it. I'm not into any of that. Like Star Wars to me, I, I, I watched like one of them a little bit. Also, CGI is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you think maybe the fact that it was in the 80s? Yeah, probably impressive for back then, but I mean... So, Indiana Jones for you? No. You seen it? I haven't seen it. It's quite cool, actually. Harrison Ford. I know about Harrison he's a, Ford. He's a bit of a stapura, that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, he's, like, he's like Patrick Swayze. I like, I like those old guys. Even Have you seen movies with, uh, I think the one is called Spy Game with Robert Redford? No, but Robert Redford is also stapura. Such, a, such good actors. Have you seen Roadhouse? No. Do you like action films? I do like action films. But do you like those old school action films? Like, have you ever seen Bodyguard from Beijing? No, you see, there was a period in time when I'd only watched TV series. I didn't, like, I thought, why on earth did you want to see something that's over an hour and a half when I can watch it for 10 hours? And so then I just didn't watch movies. And now I'm realizing what a mistake that was going into this industry because everyone looks at me like, um, have you never seen that? You should watch Roadhouse. Okay. It's Patrick Swayze. Have you seen Ghost, by the way? Oh, no. Oh my gosh, so you don't know the good... <laughs> You've surely seen Dirty Dancing. Surely. Surely. I mean, uh, yeah. otherwise we have to end this podcast. No, no, no. I, I have seen Dirty Dancing. But you hesit- You kind of hesitated there. I know the premise. I haven't seen it in a while. I, I think there's a famous song on it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you said that. You think... No, no, no. There, there's but are you thinking about song. Greece? No, no, no. I, I know Greece. Have you seen Greece, though? Yeah. yeah the mom, original? Yeah. My mom loved John Travolta. Until, is, is your mom a Scientologist? Like, uh, that's no. Travolta now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my mom used to, we used to go to my uncle's house and, and they used to watch Grease. That's a class. Yeah, it's great. But it's but not dirty, dirty dancing. dancing and are you, I, are I you into can't... the love stories though? Because you, you, you gotta be, your head, your head's gotta be in the game to watch that kind of stuff as well because the acting's very different from now. Yeah. But that, yeah. But, but, but you had to act back then because there, there was no cameras, there was no CGI hiding it. You, you had to be an actor. I'm not big into the love stories. I can watch them and I I do enjoy like a couple of them, but I'm not like, I'll rather watch an action or a comedy over a, like a romance. You, you know what it is about now versus back then is now they write in so much nonsense about identity politic. So very rarely do you actually just get to deal with a love story now. Like it has to now be a lesbian interracial, <laughs> you know what I mean, couple in order for their complications to come to you. You can never actually just focus like, oh man, love's hard. Oh no, the dad doesn't like him. You, you, you know? Mm. Oh, dude, dirty dancing. So simple. So many great 
class storylines, uh, forbidden love. Oh, music, yeah. dancing, dancing. So, and Swayze, dude. Oh, Swayze is that. But I'll tell you what. I love Patrick Swayze. Roadhouse, bro. If you want just an, just an old school ass kicking rogue roadhouse worth it and worth it as well like legit and he's like it's Swayze at his best as well like he's an insane shape so kind of like um I don't know like who's in great shape now have you seen Shen Shi like that guy no I haven't but I need to that like Hemsworth Hemsworth by 80 standards so that's Swayze uh Hemsworth as uh Thor but Swayze back then and the hair bro Probably the greatest hair in the history of mankind. So I need to add Shang Chi in this list. Yeah, yeah, that, that's the best uh, of the superhero films, by the way. So so far on my list from you that I have to watch, I have to watch Layer Cake, yes. Grandma's Boy, yes, Roadhouse, yes, Shang Chi, yes. What is the other one? Um, no, there was another one we spoke about before. Don't know, I can't remember. But Roadhouse is okay, it's a so must. Road- uh, actually, you should put Dirty Dancing on there because. Let me tell you something. The greatest thing I've ever done, the greatest response I ever got from a lady was taking her to watch Dirty Dancing in Cape Town at the outdoor theater in um, in the uh, southern suburbs there somewhere. I forget. It's, I think it's in Constantia or whatever. Are you a fan of dancing films? No. So like Footloose and oh, Step no, no, Up? No, no, and... no, 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 no. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, Lord, no. I'm just checking. Oh, no, 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 no. No. Oh, terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. Roadhouse, though, is a must. Godfather, you ever seen that? No, but I, I have, I do know the premise of it and, but and the, the actor. In it. But that's an investment, by the way, because you have to watch three, three hour movies at least 10 times. Because to, to, there's just, like, that's Scorsese, epic, three times, Robert De Niro, Pacino, I love Robert R- Duvall. You're speaking... No, 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 but... All but my, all my languages here. All the stapuras are in there. Like, proper, 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 proper guys. Like those gangster... No, but... Because that's the original, right? Of, like, that is Scorsese. And then they... Like, Pacino, young Pacino. Um, How many movies are in the Godfather series? Three. three. But, but all of them are three hours epic and just... Because there's so much happening in all three of them. You have to re-watch to see the little parts from... Mm. One that they're talking about in three, and you're like, oh, 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 but you got that, that that's an investment. So I wouldn't watch Godfather unless you're ready to invest three months okay. on just that. So, so yeah, that's the uh, those are my movie recommendations. Uh, Swayze, oh, are you joking, dude? Roadhouse, if you watch that, I don't know, I'll, I'll buy you a coffee or something. I don't know, I don't know what I'll do. I'm, I'm gonna watch it, I've added it to my, to my list of movies here. You know, I have a lot to have a lot to catch up. <laughs> you do have a lot to catch up on. Uh, Grandma's boy, a very very good one. Now Ryan, Romelu Lukaku plays for Chelsea Football Club. I don't have to tell me. And something really interesting happened. So his interview came out. Blah blah blah. I think uh, people kind of know by now what happened. But what's interesting to me in that situation is that his lack of self awareness. Because he's 28 now, right? At some stage, you have to take accountability for for stuff that happens to you as a grown-up, right? There's there's a lack of self-awareness. But before we, we discuss it, I want to quickly tell you my thoughts on it. 
and then we can get into it. Crazy situation. It's crazy what's happening. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. But as I was thinking about it last night, um, as I was uh, sort of doing some of the topics for the show today, I thought to myself, I've seen this before in my own life. Some people just don't know how to be happy. I don't know if you've ever known anybody who who always wants to be happier than happy. There's always a better girlfriend. There's always, you know, a nicer car. There's always, some people don't know how to be happy. They just don't know how to be happy. They're never content. There's always a nicer house. They're always looking at, what does that person have? They're never like, oh, this is awesome. Check what I have. Yeah. yeah, like my car's awesome. My girlfriend's awesome. You know, my family's awesome now. No, so-and-so's dad's always nicer than their dad, isn't it? Like, we, we, I've got those people in my life. Some people don't know how to be happy. But one thing that I thought about yesterday as well is, and it's a difficult time in the history of mankind to say this, but it has to be said. Emotional people find it very difficult to be happy. Now, we all have emotions. It's not the same thing as being emotional. Because emotional people are a roller coaster. Because they'll always, we're all selfish, right? Let, let, let me be very clear. Human beings are all selfish. But people that always defer to their emotions before logic are impossible to predict. Because if you're in a bad mood, now we must come to that. If you're in a good mood, we'll go to that. Like, that's not a space for anyone to be in. It becomes toxic, right? It becomes abusive, actually, at a stage. If somebody's always up, down, up, down, try and date a, date a, a drug addict, if you don't believe me. Emotional people are unable to make relationships last. That's just true. If you're emotional and you've spoken to somebody who's a grown-up, ask them. Ask them, say, what's going on? And I think you'll often hear this. I just don't know who I'm coming home to every day. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants you're a six the one day, you're a one the one day, you're a ten. We all have bad days. But what you've got to be is realize that you can't just always be emotional. And I've said this before on the show. In a divorce situation, I come from a home of divorce. I'll always forgive two divorces. The first one, maybe you got married too young, man. It happened. These things happen. Maybe you got married too young. She had some stuff she didn't tell you about. Her family's crazy. You know what I mean? Your family's crazy. These things are possible. You made a mistake. You, had, you got married because she was beautiful. She married him because he's handsome instead of looking down. That's fine. I'll forgive that first divorce. Second divorce, I'll forgive because you know what? In a second divorce, this always happens, right? I've got kids. You've got kids. I've got baggage. You've got baggage. Maybe we weren't ready. Maybe we weren't ready. We hadn't dealt with our stuff from the previous marriage. It's just too complicated. I hate your kids. You hate mine. All right, fine. Second divorce, it's complicated. I'll forgive that. Third divorce, that's a you problem. Yeah. Oh, you, like you get divorced three times, that's a you problem. I'm sorry. At that stage, you need to slow down, look in the mirror and go, Bloody hell, there's a common denominator here. Chelsea, Man United, Inter Milan. There's a common denominator here. Where it ended too soon. His name's Romelu Lukaku. And listen, the first time at Chelsea, I'll forgive. He was young, he wanted to get out of there, and he wanted to prove himself. Okay, cool. But then you're unhappy at Manchester United. Right? Two managers. Okay. Then you leave Inter Milan 
in a cloud of the fans are not happy with the way you left. There's a way to treat people on the way out, by the way. One of the greatest things about being mature is not just when things are good, when things get ugly. Can you maintain your poise, your composure? The way he left into Milan, ugly. And now it's getting ugly at Chelsea again. Some people don't know how to be happy. And I'm afraid Romelu Lukaku has spent his last card with me. I'd already said he's an emotional guy. And Ryan, you know, before the season, I said, no, this is not the guy. I, I said, save the money for Haaland. Yeah. I'd rather go again. And I said at the beginning of the season, Chelsea are going to be the same with Lukaku as without him. Because I know he's injury prone. right? And I know he's emotional. So I know he's not Drogba. He's not going to deliver 8 out of 10 every game and effort and that... Lukaku pitches when he wants. And when he, listen, when he pitches, he's an animal. He's, cause he's unstoppable. He's got a hammer of a left foot and he's unstoppable in the air. So when he's in the mood, boy, is it on. But the problem with those people is when it's off, it's an Italian interview telling you ridiculous things. I just don't understand the whole, like, you know, what has Chelsea ever done to him that, that he, that he's publicly states, like, you know what? I actually um I'm not I'm not happy but I'll be professional and cuz I'm a professional guy. The moment you have to say that it just shows me how unprofessional you are. Like uh, yeah. If you professional show me. If you're a good football player, show me. Why are, why are you going around now and saying no, I'm going to be professional? It's like <laughs> and I I bring it back to the same stupid comments that were said about the NFL. A couple of months ago with uh, Colin Kaepernick when mm-hmm. he said that the the players are being treated like slaves. Yeah, which is ridiculous. And I'm like, no one's holding a gun to your head yeah. with your millions in your pocket. Yeah. No, no, no. They... Like, it's, it's some of the most bizarre comments I've ever heard. Yeah. And this is one of them. And coming from a, you know, Chelsea, what, was he academy? No, no, no. But, uh, but they, they bought, they bought him young. a young Drogba's hero, he says. I mean, can, I mean, we, can we believe with, anything this guy says? Was he with De Bruyne when he started, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he, no mean, he, he was in the mix. No, Drogba and them were still there. And I just think, have a little bit, because the thing is, when he came back, right, he did that same, uh, I don't know how to describe it, that whole, it's like a, a Cristiano Ronaldo situation. Where I'm coming back home. The prodigal son. I'm coming back to the bridge. Yeah. And then you go disrespect the bridge like that after we em- embrace you back, knowing you're injury prone, knowing that you think you're the guy, but you actually have to fall in and work. Yeah. I just, I, it blows my mind. And I was so, you know, I said on the group yesterday, I hope Tuchel doesn't put him on the, on, on the lineup. And he didn't. And I was like, you know, good. He didn't put him in the squad. Nope. Tuchel's not playing. No. But Tuchel, Tuchel is like Abramovich. He doesn't have a relationship with the... You, you either work or you don't. Yeah. And he's been playing a lot of different combinations. And mm. some of them work, some of them... I mean, Timo wasn't even on the lineup yesterday. Yeah, I mean, he's still injured, though. Great hair, though, Timo Werner. He could have helped us yesterday. Yeah, we... we, we he, <laughs> even he, injured. He, 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 gi- he gives us that edge. Like, Timo's got edge. He, he doesn't... Even though he's been missing chances and stuff... He, he still goes again. Mm. Like, I love that mentality of, of Werner. Again, again, again. Eventually, you know, if people keep knocking like Werner does, that wears you down. Like, jeez, like, it's a friggin' honey badger. <laughs> <laughs> does this thing not give up? And that's why yesterday I still wanted to win. I just wanted to win because this whole Lukaku situation, because now I'm like, you know what? He can go. Let's make a deal. 
I'm, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. And I think I said this earlier. Look, you know what would be awesome for me? Like, if, if we want to, if we, I'm, I'm a big Chelsea fan. If Chelsea want to be like Man United under Fergie, sell him now for, for half, because you'll make a loss, right? It'll be 50 million. Mm. But sell him now to make a statement to say, this is Chelsea Football Club now. If you dare think you're going to come here and be pampered, forget it. I'd love that. Because Fergie sold the upstam, who was the best defender in the world at that stage, for talking to a journalist about his contract. Sure. No, Fergie met him at a garage. <laughs> no, real story. Met the upstam, the best defender in the world at a garage, and told him it's over, sir. And how it should be. Yeah. The thing is, in what institution does anyone arrive where there's there's a CEO and you know more than him and you coming in as an employee? It's the same situation. And you know what? I've always said this as well, right? People, you should never go into a relationship when you're desperate. Never yeah. ever go into a relationship when you're desperate. What you should do, get your financial situation together. Make sure your emotional health is, is in check before you get into a relationship. Because you always then settle for little things that they do that you hate. Maybe they make you a bit anxious. Oh, they got a bit of a violent streak, but whatever, you, you know. Because if your confidence isn't on, you, you don't have that self-worth to say no. My point is this, right? Chelsea went into the Lukaku thing desperate. Because I think what happened was, by winning the Champions League, they thought, oh, we one piece away. When really Chelsea were not one piece away. It was a golden run with Tuchel. It's becoming more and more clear what I was saying. I don't like Jorginho in the midfield. They probably need two or three midfielders. Because I said last year, Kante's starting to get injured more and more. And with the type of player, the great, because he is great now, N'Golo Kante is, is once that type of player starts to get injured, it doesn't stop. Because athleticism is such a big part of Kante's mm. game that those injuries, those soft tissue injuries that he got for the last two seasons, because for Chelsea, he's been injured for two seasons now. Yeah. So I said, get another one so that him, Kovacic, and you rotate. And Kovacic has shown he's also injury prone. Brilliant, but injury prone. What a goal yesterday, by the way. Screamer. I said, fix there, and then you give me hope. And they didn't, and they went and spent 100 million up front. I said, that's not the problem. There you got Pulisic, Mount, that, that, uh, Havertz is coming on beautifully. That was never the problem. But what they thought was, you know what, we don't really have that guy. They don't have the number nine. And they thought, we were desperate. And actually, Chelsea didn't want him. They wanted Haaland. Haaland said, I'm saying at Dortmund. Mm. They said, okay, anyone now. I'll take anything. And who's the one that's kind of available? All right, Inter Milan are in a terrible financial situation. Let's go there and bully them out of it. But it's not really the first guy. And, you know, I don't know if you've seen this in your life, right? You know the amount of times I can name two definitely. When I said, don't, don't get together with that person. Before this person got with that other person. And I said, no. Because they're not for you. I can see, even when, you, you, you know, I don't know if you, you're really close to somebody and you can ask them a question. You can tell whether they're serious or not. You can pick up the red flags. So, so let's say uh, we were close, right? And I knew you for 20 years. There's certain things I know about you. If I ask you a question, I'll know whether you're feeling it or you're just saying it to me to kind of make me feel better. Mm. Right? Chelsea were in that situation where they kind of got with Lukaku because it was one of those, I'd rather be with this person than be single. Not I want to be with this person. It's a good PR stunt. It's, 
fans will yeah. embrace it. Yeah. yeah, there was more to it than just the transfer. Whereas, you, you know, the best situation to be in is I'm with this person because I want to be with them. Mm. It it very rarely works where it's like, well, I'd rather be with them than be single. Instead of I want to be, it sounds like the same thing, but it's not. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like Chelsea went in desperate and it, it's it's unraveling. Yeah, and now we're sitting with 50 million. I, and I don't know if you'll get 50 million no, for I don't it. even think we will. And you paid he, 100 mil. And I read um, earlier today, there's, there's rumors that he's trying to go to Tottenham Hotspurs to be yeah. with Antonio Conte. So, yeah. Listen. Let him go. I agree. Let him go. And you, you know what? Even if you're sacrificing, and I don't think they'll catch City this season, even if you're sacrificing a, a proper go at the league, let him go because you know what that does for the long-term culture. I love the message it would send out to say, all of that malarkey, even to a Holland guy who might think I'm that yeah. guy. If you come here, you must understand one thing. We'll catch you tomorrow. But that's, that's how United used to be. Under Fergie, absolutely. There was, like, there was no chance. If you even disrespected the name of, of, of United or Fergie, you were done. And I just think... The Premier League's lost that. Like, you know, players are becoming bigger than than the clubs now. But I'm glad that's I'm glad Tuchel actually put his foot down and was like, Listen, this isn't happening here. You want to do that, go anywhere else. If you want to be a dynasty, so you think of Oxford, you think of Investec in South Africa, you think of uh Rand Merchant, these proper juggernaut industries. The workers can never tell the employers and the executives what to do. That's for small and rinky-dink startups. <laughs> you, you, you have to exert power from the top. And I know people don't like it in this modern-day age of, oh, bro, I don't want a real boss. All right, then you can't be a billion-dollar company. If you want a real a billion-dollar company, you know what you have. A CEO, a CFO, there's a corporate structure, there's a boardroom. <laughs> like these unicorns and movies, even Google, as cool as they are, <laughs> have a board. Yeah. There's a way to do things if you want to win at that next level and be a dynasty. Think of the great teams. Fergie, tyrant. Wenger, tyrant. Pep Guardiola now at Man City and every club. Tyrant. Mm. There's no vibes. There's no players contributing. If you want to win and keep a lid on, on it, you need the tyrant at the top. Otherwise, it's not sustainable to win like that. And also, you know... I don't know why people aren't handling things in-house now. Like, since when did pub be, like, going public be a thing? Because what players ever won going public? Like, if you go public and, and you're discussing matters out of, out of the, I don't know, of, of, of the bridge, yeah. for example, you know, with, with Lukaku, you can sort that out in-house without, without blowing a lot of smoke. Now you're having this publicity, Tuchel's going to drop you. If you have an issue... Come talk to me. Also, you're a hundred million pound player, dude. You're like three hundred k a week. Like, just relax. Like, you know what the problem is now. You know, the handsome guy, the beautiful girl, who only ever rely on their looks. By about twenty eight, twenty nine, people are like, oh, that that's a terrible person. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? That that never work on themselves. It's kind of where Lukaku is now. Is it's almost like we're looking at a man child. Yeah. Like, where's the self-awareness to go, I'm a hundred million pound player. Anything I say. Cause Lukaku doesn't have the excuse of I'm young. 
I don't know how this world works. He knows, he knows every word he says. It's 100 million pound striker Romelu Lukaku says. And we know what form he can be in as well. We've seen him at United. So His competition is Luke Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of the BBW vibes. Yeah, no. But where's the self-awareness, bro? I don't know. It's I'm, crazy. I, I just think, as you say, there's a way of handling things. And going public, like what benefit does that do to you? Because now the people in Italy... They they surely have mixed emotions about you coming back. We don't want you back. Well, you saw, I don't know if you saw the sign by the Inter fans that say, um, it doesn't matter who stays in the light or whatever. It only matters who ran in the dark. And he ran in the dark. That's what that's what the fans have put out there to, to Lukaku. That's a direct message to Lukaku, by the way. Yeah. No, I don't know if you Italian, saw it. The Italian fans are, oh, they don't care. Oh, They are next level. And those ultras, Inter Milan, real ultras. Like real ultras. They are next level. And, and y- y- you know, to finish off on this, you know why, why I'd like them to cut Lukaku? Is that young people are so impressionable. Look how young the Chelsea team is. Because if you don't cut him, now Pulisic goes, hmm. Because, you know, Pulisic, I think when he turns 26, 27, is the grandmaster of football. He's American. He's good. You know what I mean? He's brilliant. He's handsome. He's So Pulisic would look at it now. Don't think these young players aren't watching. These are their heroes. Lukaku and these guys are their heroes. Imagine now Pulisic, Mount, you know, Reese James. These guys are seeing, oh, is that how to behave? Imagine Mount coming from the academy. He'll be, I've been here. Yeah. No, Imagine but, him pulling that. And, and, but what if you don't nip it in the bud yeah. and Mount goes, next contract, after his next, he starts to act like Lukaku now. Yeah. Because you go, oh, but you guys didn't say anything about Lukaku. What you have to do with young people is you have to set the tone early. You know, I, th- I thank my father every single day the older I get now. I didn't when I was younger. I didn't get it. I thank him so much for sending me to boarding school. Because with young people, they don't know what they want. And so impressionable. Young guys are so impressionable. Mason Mount is so raw and impressionable. If Chelsea don't set a tone with Lukaku now. I don't know if I've, I've told you this before. The great um, tight end, Shannon Sharp, says with indiscipline and, and things like that. You're either coaching it or you're condoning it. So Chelsea now have a, have draw a line in the sand. It's going to be painful, but like all great things, all great things. If you want to lose weight, right? Or whatever it may be, I'll, I'll use one I know. If you want to get healthier, you want to lose weight. It's painful now, right? Mm-hmm. But you get the delayed gratification in three years time when your body works, your skin's great. Do you know what I'm saying? Adele. Shout out Adele. Terrible album though. Maybe, maybe <laughs> pack the pounds back on. I don't, I don't know what's caused the last album. It's absolutely awful. But my point is this, right? Delayed gratification is a real thing. Chelsea cut now. What it means is we're setting a, a culture, right? That it is non-negotiable to be a professional at Chelsea. And we expect that. That is the entry standard at Chelsea. Now, being a brilliant player isn't enough. That's what they'd be saying with Lukaku. And if you start to show people that we'll sacrifice money, we don't care. We don't care about money. We'll sacrifice his salary. You know what? Pay him to leave. Mm. Cut his contract if you can't sell him by the end of it. And then you're really sending a message. Because that sends shockwaves through the league as well. You must always think, I'm thinking big strategy. Imagine Man City see you cut Lukaku like that. Jeez, who does that? 
Cause, are you? Yeah, because it's a message to Liverpool and these guys who think they're starting to catch up with Chelsea to say, no, 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 we don't need these guys. That's our leftovers. They didn't come. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a, there's a big strategic message to say this is a winning house here. And Man United used to do that all the time. Truth be told, people actually like discipline. I couldn't agree more. And I just think by giving them what they want and throwing the whole discipline system out, I mean, you're doing no one any favors. Players like discipline. People, people, people thrive for it. The great Eliwood Kipchoge. I don't know if you've seen his interview. You know, the great runner. He says, only the disciplined ones are free. He says, if you are not disciplined, you are a slave to your wants and your desires. Only those that are disciplined can be free. There is no option. If you want to be free, you must be disciplined. It's not an option. It's non-negotiable, says the great Eliud Kipchoge. Truth be told, people love discipline. Well said, Ryan Tinlein. So you and Kipchoge, basically. Yeah. You know, one's the greatest marathon runner of all time. And, you know, you, you're an audio guru. So... <laughs> I guess you're both great at what you do. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So you Kipchoge, yeah. should we make a t-shirt? You Eliud Kipchoge. We need to actually come up with a, a range of t-shirts that we've spoken about in the show. Yeah, we do need to come up with. Uh, if if you give a Portuguese guy the chance to Portuguese, he'll Portuguese. Sure. It's the MK t-shirt. So, bamboo is not wood. And that blew Ryan Tinline away when I explained this to him. And what was incredible, uh, this was earlier in the office, what was incredible was the amount of pushback I was getting. I was like, bamboo's not wood. The reason that came up was because I drink coffee out of bamboo cups. Right? Because obviously I'm a better person than everyone and I... I care about nature and anyone who doesn't, just like a vegan or a CrossFit person, anyone who doesn't do what I do is a terrible person, right? That's how life works. You can't just be reasonable and go, oh, I use a bamboo cup. You don't. That's fine. (laughs) That's not how the world works. I use a bamboo cup. I'm better than you. You're a terrible person. That's how it works. Sure. That's society today. But Ryan, it was incredible for me to go through the painful procedure of you (laughs) kind of I think you you Googled it even. Like maybe I was a little bit offended. It's like, oh, does this guy does this guy not think I know like this is one of the very few things I know. See, but this S- is science. This is the thing. Like, are you drinking coffee out of your grass cup? See, how does that make any sense? Okay, so we went to here as well, and I, I try to kind of explain to you that everything, right, chemically can change. Once it changes form, it changes function. So Grass in certain, uh, if you heat it up, cool it down, can become other stuff. Sure. You know? So, you know, this particular grass, probably heated to a certain temperature, cooled again, formed into a cup, it can hold liquids. It's mind-blowing. But you, so, so, like Ryan couldn't believe this. You asked me if there was one lesson I learned today. Yeah. Anything can happen. <laughs> And then I said, 
No, that's what I've learned. <laughs> that's not your lesson. <laughs> your lesson, your lesson should be. I need, so, so Ryan, your big argument, which I enjoyed, mm. was that that doesn't make sense because he said bamboo is wood, and I said no, it's not. And then you said, yeah, but people make what floors and and buildings out they of make structures out structures of structures out of. I said, what the hell does that mean? Because I said then I said. Yeah, but I've seen bricks in buildings. You don't say, oh, look at that wood. And then I, I kind of saw Ryan coming around at that stage when I made that example. <laughs> I could kind of see him going, well, I still want to fight it, but I'm not sure if I've got anything left after him. <laughs> <laughs> that example. So it just makes no, it makes no sense to me. It, it's as I explained to you in the office earlier. Yeah. It's it's a wooden cup identifying as grass. <laughs> It makes no sense because it's still as solid as wood. Sure, and it looks like a like a branch. That's wood. So it's, it's only logical. <laughs> so if it moves like wood, is as hard as wood. It's wood, is what you're saying. Moves like a duck, quacks like a duck, kind of thing. Yeah, it's a duck. Okay, so that was my morning, and and yeah. that was like ten minutes, by the way, of of me. Trying to explain, sort of, I was like, okay, well, I made some other chemistry kind of, you know, form, function kind of examples. <laughs> and I could just see Ryan going, no, this is crazy. I was hoping the lesson you'd take away, though, is that just because it doesn't make sense, it doesn't mean it's not true. No, well. And you didn't take that lesson away. That was, that was kind of where I was trying to guide you, you know. Mm. But, hey, here we are. Bamboo, wood, what's the difference really, you know what I mean? Mm. Maybe wood's grass. What about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't you use that as an argument? Well, what wood is grass? But why didn't you think of that? Why didn't you say, why can't that wood be grass? Maybe it's just hard grass. Oh, what well, I'm trying to think. You're drinking a cup that's made from grass. Yeah. Makes no- <laughs> In what world is that? It doesn't make sense. So, so, But have you not seen people filter water in certain places with grass? Yeah, but they don't build structures with it. But, but what's the difference between filtering it and me drinking it? So, so it, it, people make wreath baskets out of grass in certain parts of the world. Yeah, that's true. Like, like what are you talking about? It, it's just, <laughs> it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. What? What does it make sense to you? Because it's got wood-like features. <laughs> like what? Like what is the wood-like feature? It feels like bark. <laughs> when? At any time. Have you been to a bamboo plantation? No, I haven't. Then, so what are you talking about? I've seen bamboo things. But it's just, it's, it's so weird that something... So you, you never thought to yourself, you, you ever seen plastic floor that looks like wood? Do you know what I mean? Yes. You ever thought to yourself, oh my God, look at that wood. <laughs> or do you think, oh, that's plastic flooring. That's yeah. just been colored in like wood. You don't go, oh, look at that. Look at that tree... Over there, that looks like plastic. You've never said that. No, because trees don't look like plastic. <laughs> Bamboo looks like wood. It feels like wood. It holds structure like wood does. Probably tastes a bit different, but it's it's a bit like... Tastes a bit like... Come on. <laughs> Are you telling me I'm... I'm it's not crazy to think that bamboo is wood. Absolutely ridiculous. By the way, why don't they teach people this? 
they did. It's just that <laughs> you were you were doing life orientation instead of science and biology. They do. They do teach us. It's it's in school. They do. They they. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> Tinline, you're awesome. All right, let's move on to some social media. Incredible scenes. But this is my life, right? Mm. James is coming back, and I got to deal with you and this. Yeah. And him as well with his conspiracy theories. What a year 2022 is going to be for me. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. It's going to be incredible. Um, all right, let's get to some social media. Well, what you got for me in the socials there, Paul? Well, the first thing I want to talk about is um, the the picture I sent you last night on the group mm-hmm. with, I think it was Mendy and was it, uh, I'm trying to think, from, from Liverpool? They're on their way to the AFCON Cup. Oh, uh, yes. It was Mendy and Sadio Mane. Mendy and Sadio Mane. Yeah. So, AFCON Cup starting up. This Very weekend. exciting stuff. That's going to be awesome. Mm. And we, we're going to do some stuff for AFCON. Yeah. So, people must look out on the socials, and we'll be doing some um, sort of interactive content in around AFCON. Uh, we're just wrapping up one or two things there, and we'll be on a platform. I, think, I don't think that's a spoiler. Uh, you can look out on social media mm. for that, you know, yeah. for, for the content. And it's going to be awesome, isn't it, Ron? I think so. It's quite and exciting plans. Also... Tell us who you're supporting, because we still need to work that out. I want to. I, I want to actually get involved. No, we we we're gonna get involved. You, you're gonna have to get. Yeah. Involved. yeah. So I, I, I want to. Who who are you guys supporting? Like as as who's your team for Afcon this year? At the MKT show on mm. social media, who are you supporting at Afcon this year? And it'd be interesting. By the way, if you support, because some people support LeBron James and not the Lakers, you might say, "I'm an Arsenal fan. I support Aubameyang." It's going to happen with Salah. Yeah, it, it, there it is. Egypt. I support Liverpool. I support Egypt. You, you, you know what I mean? I support Liverpool. I support Senegal. Mm. I support Chelsea. It could be Mendy, right? Who are you supporting? Um, and you can tell us at, at the MKT show. Otherwise, I'm at MKT Inspires on social media across the board. Ryan, your handles? Um, at Ryan James Tinline everywhere. At Ryan James Tinline. Mm. Ryan James Tinline. Spelt exactly how it sounds. Yes. Mr. Tinline. Uh, yeah. So hit us up. And then, of course, at the MKT show. Um, who's sporting at AFCON? That's a great question, right? I think it's going to be, it's going to be a wild cup. It's going to be amazing. This, this year, I think there's a, there's a lot of very talented people that's going to be involved. Mendy and what's it? One, uh, of, one of the greatest saves I've seen him do yesterday, just by the way. The, the, the most Salah one. Yeah. Yeah. In, I've never seen a goalkeeper. Go for a ball like that. Like, wow. A-class a save. He's unbelievable, that guy. He is. I'm so glad we got him. I mean, we've had... Chelsea's been really lucky to have had Peter Cech and him in the, like, 20-year span. Because it doesn't often happen, right? Kepa was a bit of a flop. No, he's terrible. Um, but, but, I mean, he, that like, Mendy, if he carries on for another two or three seasons like this, he's going to be a legend. Insane. Because Man United are still trying to replace Peter Schmeichel. Peter Schmeichel left in like 1997. Ah, uh, but they love De Gea. Oh, he's not as good as Peter Schmeichel. I don't care what they say. I know, but you know why they love De Gea? That Edwin van der Sar, they still haven't replaced van der Sar. Yeah, but you know why they love De Gea? What's the story? De Gea was the final player that Fergie signed before he left. And in person. Yeah. And, it- and that's the whole hype around De Gea. I've got a lot of Man United friends. And that's the whole thing. They were like, that is the, that is the last player that Fergie signed in his own capacity at United. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, also, you know what's weird about the, the David Gaia thing? 
Like he's not as good as Van der Sar. No ways. He'll <laughs> never replace Van der Sar. And also during the World Cup, they were like, he's the best player in the world. And look how he flopped at the World Cup. Oh, he's not the best player in the world. It's just that you're or the best keeper in the world. And he's not the best keeper in the world no. because you know why Man United fans need to relax. The fact that he's your best player shows you how terrible you are. If your goalkeeper is the the player of the season it's for three seasons line. in a row, I don't know if you know, he's been Man United's uh, player for three seasons running. Yep. That means your defense is terrible. Your midfield's terrible. Like he, he he should be at Brighton making the kinds of saves De Gea has to do, right? Not yeah. at Man United. <laughs> and you shouldn't have to, like, your goalkeeper shouldn't be mentioned. The thing about De Gea, they're the one side that lets him down, right? Because he's a cat. It's like having a cat between the goals. The, the shot stopping is insane. But he couldn't, honestly, he couldn't pass food. <laughs> His feet are awful. Yeah. And from what I saw with Mendy yesterday, I mean, if he's going to perform like that in the AFCON Cup, yo. Because Mendy can save, he can catch, he can pass. He's a team player. He's confident. I mean, the the one guy I would love, if Edison was De Gea's height, that would be perfection. But that's what Neuer is. Yeah. Neuer is the monster who's basically like having a sweep at the back, you know? It's like yeah. having a, a midfield at, at at goalkeeper. Edison, though, his distribution is out of this world. They're, they're like, that's ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> you know? But Mendy's got that. He can, he can pass it out. Yeah. He plays from the back. De Gea cannot. He cannot do that. No. But he's a cat between the goals. Sure, the, the, the reflexes are insane. Terrible beard, De Gea. And also, he's he's always the first person to speak on, on United's behalf. Have you noticed this? Even, he, even in a couple of interviews ago, when I was, when I was ragging Senzor yeah. about the thing, he jumped in and was like, no, this is not how United is. I, I would know. Who, De Gea? Yeah. He speaks on their behalf all the time. But, but think about it. He's one of the OGs. I mean... Like he, like you said, he's the last one of the that 2013 Premier League winning team because mm. the rest of them are a bunch of mugs, right? The rest of them have done nothing. Maguire, you can't have him. He's no. out in Mykonos punching people. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Varane's brand new, mm. terrible suit, by the way. Didn't get it tailored like I did for my for my uh, wedding suit. Which and was, you think he's the kind of guy who does get a suit tailored? You know what I mean? Rafael Varane. Mm. Clearly not. You, hey, listen, you think you know a guy. <laughs> and then he pitches up in a Woolworths jacket. I mean, unbelievable. He, he picked that thing off the rack. Bro, you're going to Manchester United. You're also earning no, far beyond. You're a legendary defender. You're in the top 0.3% of earners in the world. World Cup winner, three-time in a row Champions League winner, and you pitch up in a freaking... He might as well be going on a yoga course. Get a tailor. It was so loose and <laughs> it was ugly. It was an ugly situation. Rafael Varane and his suit on his signing day. Very, very <laughs> ugly. And I believe his hamstring injury was related to to him not having a tailored suit. It was unbelievable. It was a mess. Mm. Anyway, you, you know what I mean? He can't co- come and talk. Fred, what's he going to say? <laughs> McTominay, he's a baby. McSauce. Yeah, McSauce. Get in there. Get in there, McSauce. I don't know what they're complaining about. Scotty's great. Um, yeah. Who else can talk? Ronaldo doesn't want to talk. You don't want Pogba. Because Pogba was talking about his hairstyle. Keep him away from a microphone. (laughs) Like, the Man United PR guys are going, not him. Anybody but him. Because the problem with Pogba is that you don't know if it's him or Mino talking. You know what I mean? Because Mino Raiola will call Pogba and Pogba will go, yeah, that's a great idea. That'll be a smash hit. What what sort of social media number do you think that'll get? The... The PR people at United are brilliant, but they, they need, they've even learned when to hold back. You can't have Jay Lings, Jay Lings talking. <laughs> Jay Lings is awesome, isn't he? Did you see the, oh. did you see his latest social media post with his Louis Vuitton, uh, oh, tracksuit? Did you see it? The no. blue one. 
Oh, I said, get him, Jay Links. Who's that other guy who wears that headband? We're talking about it the other day. Oh, the my goodness. The sauciest player yeah, yeah. in the league. Alain, Messi, Alain, c'est Maxima. Is, he's at Newcastle, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he got, man's got flair. Bro, he got, he's got the Louis Vuitton headband. <laughs> Didn't at, you say he also swaps it out for the Gucci ones? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. At, at AC Milan, he had a Gucci one. Does he get fined to wear those? In the Premier League, he had to take the, the branding off. So he had to cover it. So if you, if you look closely at Saint Maximan, he's got tape on some of his, um, on his, on his headbands. But if you look closer, then you can see the Louis Vuitton, you, you know, with all the letters and the decorations like the bag. Yeah. Yeah. Look closely at his thing. He's got Louis Vuitton. Watch them send him like. Oh, but he's swarth. He'll, he'll buy like a headband from Gucci with no branding on it. No, 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 but not even. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they send him stuff off the books. There's a hundred percent sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Cause he is sourced, dude. Even the way he does his hair, like in that United game, like he had the, cause he's got those, he's got the dreads, right? Yeah, yeah. But he had them leaning out of the, out of the headband, just like perfectly over his eye. It was ridiculous. Have you seen how he walks as well? Sauce. He reminds me of Sio Kalisi. When he's got that big yeah. sort of. And he's just sauce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you sauce, you sauce, dude. And he, Alain, c'est Maxima. Oh, that guy. There's some guys, kind of like Pogba. Some guys, it's not natural. With Saint Maximan, you can just see it's him. Yeah, yeah. it's not like you, you know some guys that put it on. It's kind of like some uh, you, you may or may not have friends like this. Like some cool people don't have to tell you they're cool. Yeah, you just have this vibe about the, them. The, like Saint Maximan has that. Pogba ha- is almost like that guy who's trying too hard, and then it ugh, it's like he started being cool. You know what I mean? mean? He's trying to keep up with it. Yeah, it's kind of like that guy who he he doesn't get the girls in school, but then he makes the billionaire company. And then yeah. he starts dating girls and it's weird. It's weird for everyone. It's weird for the girl and it's weird for him and it's weird for everyone <laughs> watching because he's a mess about it. You, you know what I'm saying? That, that's Pogba for me. But some Maxima, all sauce, all day. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> I might even get a some Maxima shirt now that you've... Uh, Actually, how cool would yeah, that be? Yeah, that, that, that's the one. You, you, you want the Newcastle black and white classic strip San Maxima. Imagine, imagine Gucci like release a, a custom sort of... Headband. No, 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 shirt. Oh, so like, like, yes, like only his name with like a Gucci sort yeah. of G or Louis V or Louis V. But he's sauce, eh? It'll sell. It'll sell. I'd buy it. He's sauce. Mm. And I like, like you said, I, I love that he's natural with it. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. So, yeah. All right. What else we got in the socials there, bro? So, um, are you a UFC fan? I like combat sport. I'm more of a boxing guy. I love boxing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, UFC, what's going on? I know, I know you're a big fan of the Paul brothers. Uh, and, and not for their boxing business for their, their for business their content yeah. oh yeah industry so. leaders Indu- listen I don't care what you think about these guys right um, Jake and what's the other one Logan Logan they're both they understand the landscape I've been watching them since about 2010 when I first got on YouTube and they I mean they started on Vine and then from Vine they moved to YouTube mm-hmm. and Logan, I think, is sitting on, what, 22 million subscribers at the moment. Jake, sort of similar. That's probably 19. I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. Do they both have podcasts? Um, No. So Logan has the podcast, Impulsive. Okay. And so he runs that with Mike Malik and George. Um, I forget his surname. Yeah, who, George just bought into the company. You showed George me just bought into the company. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, Jake's recently had that fight. It's been about two or three weeks now. He Tyron knocked, Woodley. He rocked, uh, knocked out Tyron Woodley. And I think it was voted the best knockout of the year. 
which caused a bit of stir on social media. So anyway, now I'm talking. I know he's he's got some something with with Dana White. So Dana White owns Dana Dana White Dana White. Mm-hmm. He owns the UFC. Right, he used to. Yeah, he sold it to. Oh, did he sell so, it? Well, he sold uh, a large part of it, if not all of it, to Fox for like I think, four, I think he four sold billion it. dollars. But he still leads it. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, it was him and the Fatida brothers. Yeah. Uh, so the Fatida brothers gave him, I think, a hundred million when nobody believed in Dana White and the UFC. Yeah, like everyone's like, oh, "That's never gonna work. These guys are gorillas." <laughs> well, he even bought an island. You, you know, UFC Island. Uh, I think it's in Abu Dhabi. Well, no, 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 no. Remember, he didn't buy that island, but he, he, remember what happened in lockdown was there was this idea of he wanted to be the first guy to do an event and mm-hmm. he, he went to Dubai and they just called it Fight Island. Uh, um, but he, he was going to rent out another island oh, okay. and they said he bought an island, but he didn't know. Okay. And also you don't go to Dubai and buy islands. <laughs> uh, they, they tell you how much? You don't have enough. Don't worry. Don't even tell yeah, us yeah, the amount. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Jake and him have a bit of a, a thing going. Mm-hmm. And now this is where I want you to step in on this debate because I, I can't put my finger on it. So Jake is now doing boxing. And in every single fight, there's obviously been things, you know, did did Jake bribe him? Jake is bringing a lot of money in. Jake is a pay-per-view superstar. Sure. He brings, I think, but he, like, you know, he offered, uh, not Tyron Woodley, the guy before that, I think he offered him a million. Mm-hmm. And now he's saying the next fight he wants five million. He'll pay it five million plus pay per view for the next opponent. So now Dana White has, an, has a big issue with Jake. So starting the new year, Jake put out this um, this statement, and he said, "Happy New Year, Dana White. Here is a real challenge for you. I will immediately retire from boxing and fight George uh, Asvidal mm-hmm. in the UFC. Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. Yep." If you agree to the following. So he'll retire from boxing and take on this guy. So now this is where I want you to step in. Here are his conditions. Number one, increase the minimum uh, fight to pay to uh, to 50K. Mm-hmm. It's now $12,000. Guarantee UFC fighters 50% of UFC annual revenues, which was $1 billion in 2021. Mm-hmm. Provide long-term health care to all fighters. And he states here, you previously said brain damage is a part of the gig. Imagine NFL said that. There are many UFC uh, alums who have publicly said that they are suffering from brain damage. And he has five days to accept uh, this offer. Mm. So Jake is, is publicly stated. Now, now Dana White put out another video. And he went back and forth and he said, Jake, you, you know, you're just a joke to the sport. I want to, I want to be able to steroid test you because I think you're a cheater. Mm. And Jake hit back with another thing but now is jake trying to protect the culture of the ufc or is he just having it for for, for dana white where do you where do you stand on this <laughs> because i agree with everything he's saying ufc the pay-per-view for ufc is ridiculous um, as i'm sure you know yeah what's it 90 dollars a fight well yeah i paid 90 dollars yeah um do they make royalties off the fights when they go onto highlight packages of various TV sports? No, I'm sure, listen, I'm sure they've got insane deals. Oh, listen, they're with Fox. That's Disney. Yeah. Right? So the, the money is not the issue. It is, it, it's, an, it's a bit of an alpha game as well. You know, Dana's got to kind of grow the sport. He, he's, he'll be under massive pressure. But I, I think this is, again, the genius of the Paul brothers. He knows Dana's not going to take that offer. That's no, not a real he, offer. He, he will never. That's not a real offer. He's not, Dana's not giving up 50% of his revenue when he doesn't have to, right? Because mm. UFC, UFC guys aren't rich enough yet. 
But that's what Jake is saying. Because at the end of this, he says to all UFC fighters, time to take a stand and create value for yourselves and peers. You deserve higher pay. You deserve long-term health care. And above all, you deserve freedom. Support each other. I'm not your enemy. I'm your advocate. Who self... <laughs> selfishly wants to KO a few of you to make some big bang. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's where he's brilliant. Yeah. He's playing like Jekyll and Hyde. But in the bigger picture, Dana's not giving up any of that. What he's doing, the Paul brothers here, brilliant again, right, is he's putting himself in the conversation with the king of content right now. The UFC are the kings of world content right now, right? Obviously, the the Premier League and and the NFL, let's take those two out. Those are the unicorns. You're never going to compete with those. But when we, when we talk about cool, happening, clippable content, is there anything like the UFC right now? Jake Paul says, oh, that's, that's who I need to be talking to. Mm. And, he, and he's I, riling I, them I, up. I don't know if there's anybody better in the communication landscape right now than the Paul brothers at doing this, putting themselves in the conversation. Because that's more important now than whether stuff happens or not. Mm. In the content game is, are you in the conversation? If Dana White's talking about you, you're doing something right. Because also Dana is a, is a genius. He's not wasting his time because Dana's also playing the game, right? Is because the Paul brothers have had an issue with Dana and this minimum pay thing and all sorts of stuff with the UFC, right? For a while now. This is not a new um, thing. The minimum talk uh, pay, they've, I mean, they've had back and forth. By the way, Dana started that from scratch just, just to... You know, put the listeners in perspective. Dana, Dana White started UFC from nothing. Oh, from zero. With the, then the Fatida brothers gave him a little bit of money and he's turned it into... Dana White is UFC. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think Dana knows what the game is as well. Like, he's also playing the game because he knows it's good for the UFC for Jake Paul to be talking about the UFC. Don't think Dana is entertaining this just because he's riled up. He's not in his ego. Dana's no. got four, $500 million, whatever he may have got from that Fox deal, right? Is Dana's playing the game. So... Do I agree with some of the things that um, Jake Paul's talking about? I do. I do. I think it's important that you, you look after athletes afterwards. Do I think UFC is there? I don't. And I think the, 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 the guys in UFC, unfortunately, just aren't rich enough yet to be able to do anything about it. Uh, give it another 15 years where there's more Connors, there's guys like that with two, 300 million is if I'm a 30-year-old guy in combat sport, I want to go and commentate because I still got to work. I'm not a boxer. They don't get boxing money, these guys. Even Conor McGregor uh, is unique, right? Mm. But Masvidal is going to have to work for the rest of his life. We're talking about um, Khabib is going to have to work for the rest of his life. He's not, no, not he's, Conor he's McGregor. Yeah, but, no, but what I'm saying is he's yeah, not yeah. Conor McGregor. He's no, going to no. have to work. He's going to have to do appearances. He's going to have to do stuff. Oh, yes, yes. Like you, Conor doesn't need to work. No. But there's only one Conor in this whole generation. Connor is a 400 million pound megastar, mm. but there's only Connor. He's the only guy who's done that. There isn't three Connors, right? Yeah. So I, I think it's difficult when you don't have money to talk to people who have money because guys need to come and work in the UFC. They want to be around the UFC. American football players, they'll say anything. I don't care. I earn $20 million a year for six seasons. I'm out. You know mm. what I mean? So I, I think... I do agree with some of the stuff. I just don't think the sport is mature enough and I don't think there's enough OGs in the professional era. Because you must remember early on when Ken Shamrock and and those guys were dominating, this was not professional. Guys were earning like 500000 a year. Guys mm. talking about 500000 a fight now. Guys were earning 500000 a year. So, so yeah, I, I, I do agree with the, the Paul brothers, but I love it. 
I love it. They're brilliant. Dana's brilliant. I actually think Dana's Dana's on it, Loki. He knows the more the longer he can hold Jake Paul on it, the more the UFC gets mentioned, the more hype there is around pay per view. He will eventually have Jake Paul on the UFC because he wants, you know, somebody to do the job and put him out. But in the meantime, let's just raise hype. And because if if I was Dana White, why would I respond to that? But he did because he's brilliant. Because I think to to a great point you're making is that. It's very tough le- legally for the UFC to speak to 15-year-olds. There's no nice way to portray unbridled violence. Yeah. And also, you can't really sell UFC guys because they're savages. In order to do that, to lock a cage behind you, go mano y mano with a man who's going to kick you in the shins and try and take your kneecap off, there's no really nice way to package UFC. Boxing slightly easier to package and become... A Floyd Mayweather, a Canelo Alvarez, you know what I mean? A, a, a people's champ. It's very, very hard to sell, you know, Habib as the people's champ as he's trying to basically rip your thorax from your neck. <laughs> you, do, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Dana, I think the clever part of what he's doing with Jake Paul is he's basically talking to 15-year-olds. Say, hey, look over here. I think that's what he's doing. And he's, he's almost edging him on in, in the sense that like, because normally, if you need a sponsorship with any of the Paul brothers, it's a lot of money. Mm. This is this is free. And you know what? Let's entertain it just a little longer. He'll hit back with another video. And now Jake Paul is frustrated because all he has is money. Yeah. And no one's, everyone has the loyalty to UFC. Because how old is UFC? I mean, it's quite impressive to see where they are within, for how old the sport is. Within 10 years, he's, he's taken it from nothing to this. I mean, when last did, were you in a world where a sport was invented? Not in my lifetime. Well, aside from UFC. No, it's, 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 I don't think there's anyone in the world denying it's remarkable. Yeah. So Dana White's a genius. And again, aggressive. Dana's the dude's dude. In, in a time when dudes are trying to like get soft, Dana's a dude's dude. Yeah. He, he's brought back. He, Dana White makes it cool to be a dude again. Yeah. Like a, like my version of dude, by the way. Cause I'm, I, I'm unapologetic. I'm locker room, boarding school, come on lads guy. I, I, I don't apologize for that. You, whatever type of guy you are, there's nothing wrong with that. My friends, I'm into dudes, dude stuff. Like, let's let's punch each other in the face. Mm. I, I'm into it. I'm totally into it. Let's get together for a bribe. But would you would you buy a pay-per-view? For? For UFC? Who's fighting? Um, Let's say Khabib came out of retirement. And he's fighting? Connor. I think everyone would watch that. <laughs> um... No, uh, I'm. Have you have you bought a pay per view before? Let me say that boxing, yes. Okay, uh, but not not in this country. I mean, but you don't have to buy a pay per view here. It comes on SuperSport. I buy pay per view. <laughs> what? You can just watch it on SuperSport. Yeah, but then you have to watch the next day. Everyone's already talking. No, about no, 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 no. UFC is on SuperSport now. Oh, yeah. the fights are on yeah, SuperSport yeah, yeah. live. But Paul, back in the day, Paul Brothers. Oh, uh, no. okay, no, that's YouTube though, or, or Triller or whatever. Not even. That's pay-per-view. What? I think, wait, actually, I think Trilla did a... No, that was Trilla, yeah. yeah. Yeah, No, you, you so the, the, those, the, the YouTube, the, the Paul Brothers, those are often, um, streaming platform pay-per-views, not and, linear. And did you see what Logan Paul just announced? What is that? The third and final chapter with him and KSI. That's so, going to be epic. So KSI is also, if, if you don't know who any of these people are, Logan Paul, popular, very popular YouTuber. Smash it. KSI, incredible 
YouTuber as yeah. well. Yeah. Part of a group called Sidemen. Yeah. But he's actually more himself than he is part of Sidemen. He, he's the, he's the Beyonce of Sidemen. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> the best way to put it. And so now they've already gone two rounds and KSI. Or two fights. Two, yeah, two fights in KSI won both times. Yeah. <laughs> and. They, they put out a statement yesterday because Floyd put out a, um, there was a, a paper cut, something about 90 million that, that, that Floyd Mayweather got from the pay-per-view with him and Logan. He didn't pay Logan a cent, by the way. Logan said on his Twitter account yesterday, he wasn't paid a cent by Floyd Mayweather. He owes him money. What? Logan wasn't paid. No, but was there an agreement? There was an agreement. Why didn't he just get that tied up in an escrow account? I have no idea. That's just... That, but, but that's why he's saying he's going to come back. Him and KSI are going to make this thing huge. It's going to be... It's called the final chapter. I well, think it's in, uh, later this month. That's awesome. Mm. Uh, Logan made his money back, though. J- j- just by being in the same platform as Floyd Mayweather. That's another podcast. What, about the, what about the views? and Logan Paul's most viewed podcast is the one with KSI. Oh, okay. After the second fight. Oh, no, no, but what about the Mayweather money as well? He made money from that. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he mustn't lie. I think the pay-per-view got distributed. I think it was the agreement between Floyd and him that Floyd didn't honor. Uh, hey, but... Nah, what can you do? Sometimes you, you, you gonna get got. The amount of publicity Logan got from that fight. Oh, yeah. It paid for itself. KSI, Logan Paul, huh? Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. I'm also. Is that going to be online? Do you know, do, do we know platforms yet? Uh, pay-per-view pay-per-view what youtube or no, whatever they, I, they'll sell it to pay-per-view whoever. um platform I, f- I forget but no but they'll sell it to whoever the highest bidder there we go i'll i mean i'm thinking of so you'll buy it huh and listen i understand because you know old heads get mad at these guys my thing is this if 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 you like me and you love combat sport because i love boxing i was i was raised in a boxing family favorite boxer of all time hmm it's a good question. Floyd, I, I love Floyd. He's not my favorite boxer, but he's the best I've ever seen. Are you asking me best or favorite? Your favorites. Who would you pay money to see? Such a good question. Probably Floyd Mayweather, because I, I like that side of boxing. I'm a, I'm a bit of a hardcore boxing fan. But I think people must be very careful if you like an old head like me. I used to hate the Jake Paul thing. But then one day I was just thinking about it. I was like, no, accept it for what it is. So I, I watched the Jake Paul stuff like WWE. It's like, this is not the real version of boxing. And then when I accept it for that, it's like, oh, this is awesome. This is entertainment. Yeah, it's, it's like my mates in the backyard fighting. Awesome. <laughs> no, I, I would pay to watch my mates fight. I was also mad at it. I was like, how can Jake Paul say this? Th-? And then I was like, you know what? It's entertainment. It's it's so good though. It's entertaining. Because people get so upset about it. No, I watch it like WWE now. Mm. And it's, it's eased my, cause I'm, I'm really, I see myself as one of the boxing gatekeepers. I'm one of those people. I love boxing. I love the sweet science. I like football boxing for me. Like f- the, the holy trinity is football boxing test cricket, right? For me, there's no, nothing gets close to those three. But I like what these guys are doing and it's a new time. Can we not try new stuff? These Paul brothers, they're doing new stuff. We can't stay, like, it can't be 1830 forever, Grandpa. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying, bro? I'm with you. Like, the world has to move forward. 
Like, go watch Spider-Man tonight. Don't be like Ryan and be scared to watch <laughs> movies by yourself. You know what I'm saying? And buy a pay-per-view. Pay for it. Pay for it. Don't, don't. It's, it's, it's worth the production. And don't steal from guys. Also, I'm in content. Like, because I, I, I don't, I don't want to be the hypocrite now. The internet never, ever forgets. Right? I don't want to say, oh, I just stream it. And then, <laughs> what, in two years time, I'll be like, okay, well, you can buy our stuff for five ninety nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't want to put myself in that position. Plus also, I work in the biz. I'm a corp, I, I, you know what? I'm a company man. Just stream. Like these guys put in, I know what it takes to create content. Ryan, you know what it takes to create content. And it's quite pleasant. Get your friends around. And also pay for a pay-per-view. Get your mates over. Get food. It's entertainment. And learn to pay for stuff. <laughs> no, like you got to pay, pay for stuff. Pay your taxes. Don't be like Lewis Hamilton. Do not be like <laughs> Lewis Hamilton. Other than if you can get good at driving like him, that's one thing you should do. But don't follow him all the way to tax avoidance heaven. He's in Monaco, that guy. Does he have a yacht? Surely. Surely. Sure he's got everything. He's the guy. Seven? Seven titles, eh? Yeah. How crazy is that? Seven? For seven years in a row, you were the best driver in the world. (laughs) It's actually hysterical to say. It, it, it reminds me of that of that one interview on Top Gear where they were interviewing Danny Ricardo and then Jeremy Clarkson opened up the floor to the fans and said, what do you want to ask him? And the one guy at the back, he said, what does the back of Lewis's car look like? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Tinline, you're a freaking legend. <laughs> That's so good, dude. All right, enjoy. You know what? Let me manage my own expectations. I hope you potentially enjoy Spider-Man tonight. because. Thank you. I want to be honest with you. I'm expecting you to let me down. <laughs> I'm expecting you at the last minute to go, you know what? I don't want to go by myself because I know your friends are going to cancel. So it's a, it's a work day. It's going to happen. No, I don't think so. So, so you, you, if you don't go to Spider-Man tonight, some co- I, I want a coffee. I want like a proper coffee though. You have okay. to go and get me a proper coffee. Not, <laughs> not at these terrible places you get coffee. You have to take me, you have to, Go and drive to a proper place to get me a coffee. Okay. With my bamboo <laughs> wooden mug. Yeah, I'll give you my my wooden bamboo cup. <laughs> what does the back of Lewis's car look like? People are fantastic. Ryan, Ryan, good stuff today, Mr. Tinline. Thank Ryan you. James Tinline on social media. You can go and follow and like his stuff. Who are you supporting for AFCON? Who are you supporting for AFCON? At the MKT Show. Uh, my name is MKT Inspires on all social media platforms. This has been the MKT Show. For now, ladies and gentlemen, we are the hell out of here.